welcome back for another week of the A to Z show. Oof, big big break on that one there. Yeah. yeah we had the holidays and everything else, and now we're here. We are. We're finally back. It's been a good one. You know, we had the beautiful holiday of the birthday of the greatest nation in the world. Hmm. Canada? I will go across this fucking table and fucking end you. Oh, yeah, I didn't silence my phone. Look at that. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's the president texting you. <laughs> you I have, got a Trump alert, yeah. You have now been uh, uncitizened. You can go. Goodbye. Have fun. Wrong. <laughs> that's as far as my Trump impression goes. I, mm. I can just do the wrong. Mm. It does make me laugh. Wrong. 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 <laughs> He's like a Futurama character. <laughs> oh my God, he really is. Isn't he? It's amazing. I hadn't put that together till now. That's exactly what it sounds like. Wow. That's as far <laughs> as I'm getting into politics on this podcast, by the way. I okay. Just, uh, we'll talk for four and a half hours. Yeah. And pivot. Okay. And we're pivoting. Okay. Everybody, welcome back. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Did you have a good uh, little holiday break there, big guy? Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Excellent. Got some time off. Uh, that was always nice. I, uh, break up the work week a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Did you get the Thursday and Friday off? No, or? just the Thursday. Ooh, so, that sucks. Yeah, wasn't ideal, but I'll, pretty much everybody else took off that Friday, so there wasn't <laughs> just much to by do. Yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, got caught up on some things, cleaned out my office a little bit. So nice. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, see, Thursday we went out to my aunt's house, which is like the first time me and Emma been out there. I guess it was the first time Emma had been out there. It's like the first time in about five years that I've been out there. Oh, okay. Far so, away? Or? Yeah, she lives out in Troy, Missouri, like out in Moscow Mills, so it's like an hour 15. Okay. So it's just, it's such a fucking drive. And yeah. I mean, I, I love her. She's my Karen. She's awesome. And we always have fun there. But, God, it's just such a drive, man. You're just like, damn it. Because you, you get done. You've been drinking since like noon. And now it's like 11 o'clock. You want to go home. And it's like, oh, yeah, I have another like hour and a half on the road that I have to try to stay awake and sober for. It's just like, ugh, never mind. But we went out there Thursday. It was me and Emma, uh, my dad, my little brother, and then, you know, the the newest member of the clan. Okay. Nathan's uh, son, Austin. And um, we uh, all, all drove together in Emma's car. And my dad, who uh, didn't really drink at all the whole time we were there, because he was just hanging out with, with his grandkid, because that's all he cares about now. Really? Yeah, nice. no, that's just his shit. So, uh, we all got a little toasted. I definitely got toasted. Then we had a, uh, a seafood boil. So we had, like, crab legs and awesome. crawfish and shrimp and stuff like that, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, definitely drank too much, and then being out in the sun and stuff like that, I did throw up some shrimp, <laughs> so that wasn't awesome. Did enjoy that, but, you know, shit happens. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we hung out by the pool, shot off some fireworks, drank a lot. My uh, Aunt Karen was feeding me and uh, Emma, like, shots oh. all night. Just because I had brought my uh, my flask with me with the, the Wayne Gretzky whiskey in it that I like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I gave her a little bit of that. She's like, oh, that, that tastes like rocket fuel. And I'm like, really? I think it's pretty smooth whiskey. I like it a lot. She's like, ugh, I can't stand it. And then she brought me some, like, moonshine. And I was like, ugh, that, ter- like, that tastes like cough medicine. That's <laughs> awful. She's like, no, it's sweet. It's good. It was like pecan flavored or something. I don't even remember what fucking flavor it was. Really? She brought me like three or four of those. And then she was feeding Emma a fucking rum shot all night just trying <laughs> to get her fucked up. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of hung around, saw all the cousins and stuff. Uh, my uncle Bruce, who my Aunt Karen's married to, mm-hmm. is one of the funniest dudes that I know. Oh, really? Oh, he makes me laugh so fucking hard. So, like, I, I, I could just sit there and drink beers and just listen to him, like, talk bullshit for two and a half hours it just makes me giggle so we did that and then we had uh 
Friday was our recovery day, which was nice. Definitely mm-hmm. needed that. Um, ordered a pizza that wasn't very good, so that kind of upset me. But mm-hmm. you know, going in now. And then uh, Saturday we went to the pool with Daniel and Rachel. Had a good time there. Oh yeah. Yeah, played some floating uh, beer pong and stuff like that. And then um, got done with the pool around I don't know, maybe like seven or eight. Went to Taco Bell. Went went back to their house. And they were finally going to watch Dogma for the first time. Oh, yeah? So we were going to watch it with them. Sweet. Because, uh... A classic. Yeah, they had never seen it. Oh, and wow. I had told Daniel to put it on his Plex. I'm like, oh, you got to watch it. It's like one of, my, it's one of the best Kevin Smith films ever. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. I love Dogma. And we had just watched it, like, the week before anyway, because he had first put it on his Plex. I was like, we should, we should watch fucking Dogma. I haven't seen that in, like, a year. We should watch that again. <laughs> and, um... So he's like, yeah, we should totally watch it. That'll be fun. And then Rachel fell asleep like 15 minutes into it. Typical. So we watched a bit of it. Didn't finish the whole thing because Daniel was also falling asleep. And so mm-hmm. we're like, uh, let's just go home. We can re- we can watch this again some other time and stuff like that. So we did that. And then Sunday we recuperated again and <laughs> went back to work. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What did you do? Um, went over to Will and Becky's house. They have a pool in their backyard now. So got to do some swimming. Uh They've got a board game. Have I talked about Gloomhaven to you at all yet? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, so it's like a board game version that's similar to D&D, but instead of dice rolls, you have like a card deck that you flip over. Oh, like Yu-Gi-Oh. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but there's actually a, a dungeon like board that you map out and everything. You get little miniatures that you move around through the spaces and stuff. And oh, okay. They have a, each card you can either do like a top action or a bottom action, and your bottoms are usually your moves, so you're like limited to try to strategize, okay, like I want to do attack that's more powerful, but I need to move into range, so you're trying to constantly balance right. throughout your deck. And so. the bottoms is where all the power is uh, yes. created, that's that's where it is. There's a, there's a tremendous amount of force. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game. We were... Uh, <laughs> We're like uh, 20 maps or so into the campaign, so Jesus. it's doing pretty good. Yeah, no kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So we did a couple maps from that, and then Friday went back to work, and then what did I do after that? Oh, I went over and saw Hookie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shane yeah, Ireland, I, so. I never even texted you back that night, did I? No, you did, because I sent you the, the, the video from oh, the yeah, opening right. to yeah, the... No, uh, by yeah. the way, Hookie... You'll be talking to our lawyers here soon. You can't be just playing our theme song yeah. live. Unannounced. Yeah, no. you got to ask permission first. Yeah. Not cool, bro. At least pull me up on stage or something to introduce it or We've something. We've been tweeting out all of your shows to the seven people that follow our podcast. You're going to treat us like that. Fucking, y'all, y'all went Hollywood. Disrespect. So you know. Y'all went Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I yeah. should have gone, but I just I got so fucking drunk the night before and like yeah. was out in the sun all day, so I just was like, I'm gonna sit inside and just fucking. Cool. It was really neat. They they closed out the night with uh, a cover of War Pigs, Ooh, which nice. I've never heard played live before, and they did a really good job with it. So excellent. That was a lot of fun. I've heard it played live before, but never well. Oh yeah. Like I've heard a bunch of garage bands and shit. I like you know mm-hmm. I, I grew up with in high school and like being in a band myself. We were just a bunch of like. We never covered Sabbath in, in my band. We were basically we were mostly doing uh, like ska yeah. and uh, uh, Blink One Eight Two that kind of shit. Okay. And then like so I've heard War Pigs covered a couple times and it's never been good. <laughs> <laughs> no, Graham was really shredding that night. Excellent. Ray was keeping the beats going. So That's a, fucking a lot of fun. great song. I yeah. love War Pigs. That's a oh, great yeah. song. And now, like half the crowd was into it too because a lot of their following is kind of some older people too. They right. get out there and dance and stuff. It's pretty cool. Guys like you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people my spot. my age, yeah, and older. <laughs> what are you, sixty-seven now? Sixty-eight, something like that. Uh, I have to do. The, I don't have enough fingers or toes. I need so. an abacus. Hang on. <laughs> Where's the position of the sun right now? How the fuck does an abacus work, by the way? It's just beads that you move along them. Right, but like, like there's different numerical values per bead, or yeah, yeah. I think like there's ten on the top, and then the ten on the bottom are like, you know, the ten column, the twenty column, the thirty column. That's fucking so you, stupid. You're counting by tens, and then you're counting by hundreds in the third slot or something. That was so. the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. The fucking ancient Greeks were idiots. Yeah. Aristotle can suck my balls. Fucking bearded fuck. It is kind of irrational. Like, think that you could come up with math, but you can't do it in your head. Right? Yeah. No, it's like you literally invented it, and now you can't fucking do it. <laughs> now I gotta tie a bunch of strings to a goddamn piece of wood. That's the only way to figure it out. While I'm too busy fucking little boys in a vomitorium and... Wiping my ass with a vinegar-soaked sponge. Fucking ancient Greece sucked. <laughs> Bunch of butt-fucking idiots. We're probably way off on this. Like, we were on the summer solstice. I, yes. guess. Yeah. I got called out on that for oh, really? most of my friends, yeah. <laughs> but hey, it proves that they're listening. So, that is true. who really won in the end? Yeah. I think we did, Zig. This, the sponsors, that's who won. Yeah. This is brought to you by Ancient Greece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by the St. Louis Science Center. Go check out the new <laughs> Aristotle. <laughs> Exhibit. exhibit today. <laughs> Learn about how much he butt fucked. <laughs> Who exhibit? The rapper? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. X to the Z exhibit. Hmm. Well, was he a rapper or was he just a car guy who also did raps? That makes it scary because X I mean, is going to give it to you. I don't. He, I don't want it now. That's X going to give it to you. Is DMX? That's oh, different. that's okay. a totally different guy. They don't all look alike. You racist fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, Oh, so, uh, by the way, when are we going to start selling our own bathwater? Like, what do you think? Our own what now? Have you heard about this? No. You haven't heard about it? No. This is shocking to me, because uh, judging by your work photo that you showed me, this is right up your alley. (laughs) Uh, Here, let me just, I'm going to go ahead and take control of this real quick. Sure. Okay, so, let me run you through this real quick, because I don't even know all the things anyway. Uh, so there's this girl on, uh, I believe it's Whoa, okay. Instagram is what she's big on. She's 19. She looks like she's 13. Yeah. She's an e-girl, which means that she uh, takes slutty photos on Instagram and then charges dudes per monthly to look at her Snapchat of her titties. Oh, okay. So, you know, congrats. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on that hustle. Sure. Make your fucking money, girl. Do what you got to do. Um, she's also either hilarious or a crazy person. I can't tell which one yet. She's right there on the line. She's either a complete nut bar, mm-hmm. or she's one of the greatest trolls slash fucking comedians ever. Okay. And I so I, I haven't decided if I liked her yet or not because I still need to dig deeper. I haven't dug that deep because her voice irritates me. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, here I'll go ahead and pull up some pictures of her. Okay. And she's got braces, of course. Uh-huh. And so you know she's got her Snapchat that she's kind of feel uncomfortable right now. But you you really should. Okay, all right. That's what we're going for. Yeah, cause right. she's creepy. Well, no, you're supposed to be turned on by this because it's so hot. Oh mm. yeah, she does yeah. the uh, Hago look or whatever the fuck it's called from when somebody's coming in a in a hentai. And then you know she does a bunch of like she wears wigs and has like fucking cat ears on all the time and okay. her bedroom looks like something out of fucking True Detective. I don't know if I can find a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, like there's all kinds of roots growing well, inside. She's got a bunch something? of like fucking viney, like oh. vine shit. Oh, so I am going like for the right. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. Exactly. The exact. Yeah. The season one, a true okay. detective. And, hmm. and and um. So anyway, this girl again, not not gonna hate the hustle. Yeah. Right. Do your so. thing. She's not my type because I'm not into um. 
Yeah. Children. Yeah, this is. And she's also not my kind of crazy either. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. We're like, I mean, I love crazy bitches. Oh yeah, that's been proven several times. Yeah. But she's not my kind of crazy because she's not the kind of crazy where, like, she'll drink a bunch of whiskey and then try to fight me. She's the kind of crazy of, like, probably you break up with her and she tries to put you in jail. Okay. That kind of crazy, which isn't exactly my type of crazy. Okay. So. So, back to the story, she's. So, yeah, she's an e-girl. Uh-huh. Instagram, you know, does a bunch of, like, photos and stuff. As you can see, some of these here. Yeah. She's trying to be cute and stuff, which, I mean, you know, she's kind of cute. The braces really throw me off. I'm not chill yeah. with that. She wears elf ears a lot, too, which is a little... Um, Not that different from cat ears, though. Really. Yeah, but it's still kind of creepy. Okay. Um, yeah, it does a lot of that. And then she has, like, her Patreon. She has, like, 4,000 Patreon subscribers. And her lowest tier is $25 a month, and that's just, like, her Snapchat. And it's just, like, it goes way up all these different tiers. Huh. Um, some of them are, like... You get, like, personalized Polaroids sent to you, which I assume is just, like, her titties out. Congratulations. Um. Anyway, so she's big right now because she is save, uh, selling Gamer Girl bath water, which is her bath water that she has um, put into jars and then sold online for people to buy. She sold out twice over in about a week and a half. Sold them for $30 a jar. Uh, that's her holding up some of the jars there, actually. As you can see. Okay. So... That's happening. Huh. This is the reality that we're living in. Okay. This is the level of the tower that God has chosen to put us in. Yeah, I think we want to change. I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of it. But, um, yeah, this girl is selling her bathwater on the internet. Yeah. And again. Not Look at that box. It's got a huge... Whoa, easy now. <laughs> 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 okay, context. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah. Solar used bath water for $30 a bottle. And now there's even more problems going on because apparently, not, I mean, I don't know how much of this is true, but some people have said that it's not actually her bath water. It could just be normal, ba- it could just be normal water, which is a problem, obviously. Yeah, clearly. My question is, I mean, she sold out immediately. And then there, there was also a fake like joke going around where somebody like tweeted out that they were getting herpes from her bath water. Which is kind of hilarious, but yeah. two things. One, I don't think you can get herpes that way. I don't gonna say it doesn't seem logical. Close this tab. It's yeah, just, it, it creeps me. That's out. enough. Yeah, it, it, it creeps me out. But yeah, no, like I was saying, I thought this was right up your alley, judging by your work photo. I assumed you had three of her locked in your basement somewhere. <laughs> like you don't get past unless you're a good girl. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they were making jokes. Uh, they're like a meme. Some Twitter account that looked like the Daily Wire or the Daily Mail, something like that. But I guess it wasn't them. Like tweeted out that like so many people have gotten herpes from her bathwater. Which two things: one, almost positive you can't get herpes that way. Yeah. Two, if this girl had herpes, considering the fact that she's selling like uh, pictures of her pussy, someone would have known that by now anyway. So that wouldn't be a secret. So, but yeah. So there you go. That's hmm. some of the shit you're missing from not your okay. generation. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I choose the articles now because if that's right. what you're going to bring at me, I don't. <laughs> it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta respect the hustle, man. I mean, I mean, real recognize real. And that's just, that's fucking genius. <laughs> I can't hate on her. Like, I, I've always said, I think um, being like an e girl is probably the greatest job in the world because people just pay you to masturbate on camera. Like, if, if I get paid every time I jerked it, I'd be a mm. fucking millionaire. We'd have a way better com- computer to fucking do this podcast with. I can tell you that much. 
Let's go for it. You, we need to set you up with the right people. So, yeah, so she's she's got gamer girl bathwater. So I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of a way for us to, because, you know, I'm a businessman. I'm always yeah. thinking about, you know, the next level. Right. How do we take this further? Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, how do we tie this into our podcast? What mm-hmm. kind of shit can we sell? It's like podcast juice. Yeah, yeah. A to Z air. A to Z air. We can just blow cigarettes into a... <laughs> into a mason jar. <laughs> you should just fart into a mason jar yeah. and sell it and see there how much money you can get for that. Now, the one thing that bums me out is that Emma won't be an e-girl because I really, I really wish she would. Hmm. She could just sit around the house and stream games and suck at it, yeah. show her titties a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, send dudes picture of her, pictures of her feet for twenty dollars a month. Like, I never said I wouldn't do it. I, I, I know, I know you would, but you're not trying to do it. That is the problem. It's a business. You got to hustle. Get out there. Let's make this bread. Well, yeah, so that's one of the things that's going on on the internet right now. Okay, uh, neat. Gamer girl bathwater. Yeah. How, how how much of it did you buy, be honest with me? Uh, that that box was actually mine. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was taken in mm. in this basement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, see, the, the thing that I'm curious about is what are, you, like, what are they doing with the bathwater when they buy it? Well, I don't know. I hope they're not masturbating with it. Because you don't want to yeah. jerk water. Is no, like, that no. Yes. Water is a terrible lubricant. Anyone who's ever had sex in a pool or shower a, or has yeah. jerked off in the shower will know that. Yeah. Water's a terrible lubricant. I guess you could drink it. I could see that. I guess that's, but it's still creepy as shit. It is. But again, especially if it's a bubble bath too, like that's. I don't know. It just looks like normal water. I, oh, okay. I, I, I bet she's just filling shit at the tap, and like she'll just make a video on Instagram, like, "Oh look, I'm I'm in the bath." <laughs> yeah. And then like. Whatever, fuck, fuck these incel neckbeard nerds. That laugh was disturbing. Please don't do that again. Thanks for the thirty dollars, bitches. That's how she talks, though. That's the problem. Oh, really? I, have, like, I can't oh. watch any of her videos because she's into that like daddy dom bullshit. Mm. So she has to be like a cute little girl, which is like, ugh. No. <laughs> yeah, she looks fourteen. She's nineteen, so this is all technically legal. Okay. But in in my soul, I'm gonna fan of this. I don't get the uh, attraction of the girls like that. I don't like young girls. Yeah. Like I, I would never date a girl younger than twenty one, and he, I mean even now I hate twenty one year olds. Right. But I just like twenty one year old girls can't drink, <laughs> and like that's what I do to have fun. Mm-hmm. So like, what do we do? We we go or to the bar, live your life. I mean, sure, yeah. yeah, to keep my hands from shaking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like that. If you can you imagine dating this girl, like I'm sure in real I've never met her. Uh. I, again, I'm not talking shit on the hustle i'm not even judging her she should totally be doing this she was blessed with you know her looks that people Mm -hmm. find attractive sure and if idiots are dumb enough to pay her money for it why the fuck would you not take that you'd you'd be an idiot to not right fucking take that advantage not mad at her for that just me personally not a fan Mm -hmm. because it's just not my type right because like i you're talking to somebody that's a decade older than you so she's half my age i don't that's not gonna do anything (laughs) for me technically be your daughter yeah yeah, very easily. I mean, she's 19. Right. And you're, what? 37. 37. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that math works out. Yeah, 18. So yeah, yeah. no, she could definitely be your yeah. daughter then. Very easily. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, there's guys out there who are like, oh, I, yeah, I, I like them young. I'm like, why? Yeah. Young girls can't drink, they don't listen to good music, and they can't fuck. Like, there's no use for them whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Give give me... It's it's like the whole thing with the fucking... Uh, with ISIS. Where like their whole thing is like if they die in the you know battle for Allah or whatever mm-hmm. they get forty virgins or something in heaven. In heaven Who yeah. the fuck wants to explain something forty times over? 
Give me one fucking broke down whore from Vegas. I'll be far happier with that. <laughs> so yeah, Belle that's Del- your religion. Is so Bell Delphine is ISIS, is what I was saying. Okay. So that's ISIS bathwater. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we should start selling our bathwater then. Sid. What do you think? Well, the only problem is I don't really fit in a bathtub. When was so the last time you took a bath? Yeah, I honestly, I can't remember. We can just start scooping the water out of Daniel's hot tub. Okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, then you get like a little grab bag of all of our friends. Mm. See how many crabs you get from that. Yeah. At least they're steamed. It was hot water, so that's, you don't have to worry about that. That's true. <laughs> I like hearing their screams. Yeah, you, you gotta shave off your eyebrows, though. I do? Yeah, that's where the crabs get, get you. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you were saying that she had hers shaved. I, I didn't notice her eyebrows, so... <laughs> but yeah so that's what's going on in the younger neck of the woods okay for you buddy that's uh zach's millennial corner not exactly like i don't know if it's millennial i guess some of it is but it's like right there on the cusp of like generation z and millennials okay. i'm sure some millennials have bought this fucking bath water mm. millennials suck but uh i don't know i've always kind of considered myself i'm just way different and like i'm not like other people i'm like way you know, I'm really intellectual. People don't get me. Totally. <laughs> I get that vibe, man. I, I, I wish I could go back 10 seconds in the past and beat my own self up. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely leaving that in so you can listen to it in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, I can just cringe mm-hmm. out of my own, like, skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get a lo- get, I'll get lockjaw from mm-hmm. it. Now, that's definitely going on the Zach soundboard when we make it. So. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm just different now. <laughs> I mean, I was a little bit like that when I was younger. Yeah? Oh, f- for a very short time. Okay. But for a little bit there, I did kind of have that, like, oh, I'm totally Tyler Durden, and nobody else gets me, and I'm going to change the fucking world. And then, like, after about six months, maybe, of seeing other people act like that on the internet, I took a little a little look inside me and was like, no, oh, fuck, you're such a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little different. I still have a little bit of those vibes, but I can I, I call myself out on it and make fun of myself. That's where my stand-up comedy came from, which is me making fun of myself. For being a huge douchebag. <laughs> Thinking that, like, I was smarter than everybody else because I read books. It's like, everybody reads books, dummy. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Well, not everybody. I mean, well, that's fair. We're getting into an age where not as many do. Which is a bummer because it's way easier to read, uh, to read books nowadays. Yeah, exactly. I fucking love it, man. I, iBooks is, like, my favorite app on my phone. I use yeah. it at work constantly. Every time I'm on break or lunch, I'm just reading a book. Mm-hmm. It's fucking tits. All right, so, Yeah. Gamer Girl Bathwater. Everybody go out and buy you some. She's currently sold out, and apparently uh, it is selling on eBay right now for like $100. So whoever did that was oh, fucking shit. smart. That, yeah, that, that's, that's the like real that, one you yeah, gotta call out. Yeah, That's some Mike Wozniak fucking like buying into <laughs> fucking Google or whatever the fuck. Or was he Facebook? Apple? It was Apple. Apple, yeah. yeah. Wozniak was Apple. Yeah, him and Jobs. I, I always get him confused with the uh, the green monster for Monsters, Inc. So. Oh. Mike was Wazowski was the... It was Billy Crystal voiced him. Oh, okay. Monsters, it's a pretty good movie. You should check it out sometime. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a fun, like, heartfelt Pixar film. Okay. I've seen a few of those whenever I was doing my movie challenge a few years ago, but yeah. didn't come around to that one. Monster Inc. is good. Okay. Anyway, let's get into this. That's 23 minutes of bathwater and, and ISIS. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I went to ISIS. Yeah, before, yeah, I don't know. yeah. We we jumped around a bit there. So, yeah, guys, if you This are, is what happens when we don't have hockey to talk about. I know, you right? take me to bathwater sites. Bathwater sites. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we should definitely buy that URL right now. Bathwatersites.com. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm gonna sell all my merchandise on that. Yeah. Uh, god, so yeah, you can buy your A to Z t 
t-shirts. Buy your agency t-shirts at bathwaterwebsites.com. Well, yeah, so all of you guys out there, if you're um, buying bathwater from chicks Mm. or dudes, whatever Mm. you're into, or if you're selling your own bathwater, I I respect the hustle. Keep it up. Don't let the man get you down. That's right. I will make fun of you, though. However, that means I like you. Okay. If I'm nice to you, that means I don't like you. Okay. That's just how that works. Wait. You've been nice to me before. Oh, when, whenever we met in the cave? Yeah. When me and my friends were searching for the uh, fucking gold treasure chest? One-Eyed Willie, yeah. Yeah, one <laughs> Thank you. I could not think of his fucking <laughs> name. <laughs> I, I got you. I, I knew where you were going. Yeah, thanks again for joining in, guys. We have yeah. um, number one gamer girl bathwater buyer, Andrew Barber, America's sweetheart, yeah. and America's oh. bathtub Yeah, runoff. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know if I could be a sweetheart if I'm doing that. That doesn't sound very... Why not? I mean, I'm sure it... I, I, I really hope it's just tap water. Yeah. I, I hope somewhere there is some, like, 27-year-old who still lives in his mom's basement, doesn't work, has, like, Cheeto dust in his beard... And he's just dipping his balls in just normal tap water. I hope that's happening because that means that he's finally taking somewhat of a bath. Yeah, I mean, because usually, you know, good for her. Yeah, I agree. She's actually making the world better. She's getting some people to clean a little bit. Yeah, they usually do. It's the closest they've ever gotten to water. So thank you, Belle Delphine. Mm-hmm. You are a true American hero. You get the A to Z award of the week. <laughs> you get the Gamer Girl Award of the week. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's fun. New segments. I like it. Well, yeah, of course, we have America's sweetheart, Andrew, yep, the big guy, and I am uh, America's failed comedian, soon-to-be-failed uh, bathwater salesman, mm-hmm. Zach. Thank you yeah. guys so much for... Uh, failed website uh, entrepreneur. Website. <laughs> I'm a, a adventure capitalist. Oh, fun. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a much better way to put it, yeah. Yeah, no, uh-huh. it's, it's fun. See, <laughs> adventure ca- uh, capitalist sounds way better than degenerate gambler, hmm. so... <laughs> <laughs> It's all about labels. Yeah, that's you know that's that's how marketing works, bro. I'm a fucking businessman. Drop the the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a dated fucking joke that was. No kidding. Right. When did Social Network come out? Fucking seven and a half years ago. Uh, no more than that. Fuck that was oh eight, right? I guess so. Probably. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever watched oh nine. I think it was oh nine. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched that movie all the way through. Really? It just bores me. I get bored. Jesse Eisenberg is kind of a meh actor to me anyway. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the only thing he's ever been in that I liked was Zombieland. Mm. And he's not the reason I like that movie. Yeah. So. It, it probably is one of Fincher's weakest ones. And the, yeah, I mean, I'm a like, fan of him, though. Was, oh, I mean, everybody loves David Fincher. That guy's fucking great. He was Fight Club. So. Yeah. But uh, I, I just, the only reason I watch it is because Fincher directed it. But it's just it, it. I've never gotten through it. I just get bored halfway through. Because I one, I could give a fuck how Facebook came to be. I have no interest in how the fuck you know, yeah. that went. Whatever, I don't care. I was actually surprised to see that you were on it. Whenever you, whenever I first friended you. Oh, on my Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I used to just use it for memes. I just mm-hmm. like to have memes and like I would kind of like uh, test out jokes and stuff, like a little bit like set up jokes for uh-huh. my statuses and things like that. I would use that as kind of a way to write jokes. Okay. Which again is why I'm a failed comedian. <laughs> No. And uh, so yeah, that, and I mean, I was in high school, so I used it to, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, I yeah. a little lump in my throat. That's that. I always forget that, too. That's that gamer girl bathwater that was coming oh. back on me, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then, you know, I was in high school, so I was using it to meet chicks so I could buy their bathwater for $30. What a day. 
It's beautiful. It tasted like uh, angels. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just find that movie kind of meh. Because mm-hmm. it's like one, you're you're never gonna root for fucking what's his name from Facebook who invented that. Who's the Zuckerberg? Robot? Yeah, Zuckerberg. <laughs> the colony of machines known as Zuckerberg <laughs> that run the meat puppet that walks around and does you know fucking uh, shit with the Senate. Like I, I, th- I think Tom was cooler than Zuckerberg. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Well, he was your friend. Exactly. And I mean, granted, Zuckerberg is he even on Facebook? No, God no. <laughs> he, he's admitted that like several times. Oh really? Like, he doesn't have like a Siri or anything like that. He's like, no, fucking people are stealing your data. I'm like, oh really? Are they? <laughs> Thank you, Mister Hypocrite. I appreciate you helping me out. Yeah. Why don't you drop the hypocrisy? <laughs> I mean, Justin Timberlake was pretty good in that movie. Yeah. He doesn't get enough fucking screen time though and then Andrew Garfield's in there and I know I shouldn't hold it against him but he was in those amazing Spider-Man movies he was and so I want everyone associated with those films to be dead (laughs) because they were fucking atrocious do you remember how bad those fucking movies were I actually haven't seen them oh my god buddy yeah oh my god buddy oof like, maybe, you know, maybe prime for a hate watch sometime. I don't know. I think, yeah, that would yeah. be fun. You're definitely going to need to get a hate, especially for the second one. The first one's kind of okay. Okay. And hey, I got to fix my hair. Hold that's on, fine. Talk. Uh, the that, first one's that's the lizard one. Do what? That's the lizard one. The first yeah, one. Yeah, with the lizard. It's kind of okay. There's some fun parts in there. Um, they do a weird thing of making, I, I guess it's not really their fault they did this, but with you got Andrew Garfield playing Peter Parker, so you can't play the, like, oh, he's a nerd, no one likes him. Like, this dude's fucking gorgeous and tall. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's gonna fuck him. So yeah. He's like a skater, dude. And he's all, like, edgy and cool, but also smart. So, uh, the first one you can get through. It's not awesome. Okay. But the second one is fucking atrocious and has one of my favorite worst-delivered, worst-written lines ever. Really? During the... Because they jam about... Uh, seven and a half plots into the second movie. Okay. Because they were like, well, we're not going to get a third one, so let's jam three movies into this right now. And um, it's during the part, uh, it's like plot B7, I think is where it would be. Okay. Um, you sunk my battleship. Exactly. Uh, sunk my interest in fucking Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Green Goblin, Harry, is the Green Goblin of this, not Norman. Oh, okay. And he needs Spider-Man's blood because it'll help save him from the Osborne curse slash disease thing that he has. It makes no fucking sense. It doesn't matter. Hmm. But he has the greatest, worst delivered, worst written line ever. And I'll show you whenever we, we go to take our break before our topics that we always do. Okay. Yeah. Where he goes, you're a fraud, Spider-Man, and like smashes a table or something. I laugh every fucking time. It's one of the worst delivered, worst written lines ever. Nice. And I love it. But yeah, no, those movies suck. And it so was yeah, just, it sounds like they made the, the classic mistake of multiple villains. Yes. Because I know Electro's in that too, right? That's the yeah. Jamie Foxx Electro oh one. Oh my god, and that one is... You know who else is in it? Fucking Rhino is in that. There's Seriously? Three, yeah, there's three goddamn villains in the whole movie. Why don't people ever learn from this? You need one. Sometimes two. Sometimes, sometimes two works. Two works, because uh, Spider-Man 2 technically had two villains. Yeah. And Spider-Man 2... I mean, the Raimi Spider-Man right, right. is one of the best superhero movies ever made. Yes. Still holds up. And I, I still love that movie, even though like they had the one thing that I hate about Spider-Man movies, which is where you take away the web shooters. Because I think you need to have web shooters. Because you know, we've talked about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, we have, yeah. But, uh, I mean, obviously I still love those movies. It was Sam Raimi. I was super excited. Right. And I yeah. adored those films. Anyway, mm-hmm. they're just fucking great Spider-Man movies. 
And I think Raimi was one of the first guys who, when he did Spider-Man, he was a, way ahead of the curve, for one. Where if, if he was doing yeah. it now, he would get way more fucking uh, attention. Oh, yeah. He was way ahead of the curve because he was the first one to realize that in the end, these are comic book movies. We can have fun with these. Right. We can be a little campy, have a little fun with it. Mm-hmm. People will enjoy that. It's kind of the same thing they did. I mean, fuck, the same thing they did with Homecoming, with that Spider-Man. The same thing they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Have some fun with the movie. It's in the end, this is entertainment. It's you know, we're telling stories about a guy who gets bitten by a radioactive spider and now he can stick right. to walls. Like, it's not gonna make that much sense. Just make the world he's in have some kind of logic, and then mm-hmm. have fun. Make it a little campy. Make it get you know, have a laugh. Have a little bit of like a good time. Yeah. People respond to that. Even Spider-Man Three, which is arguably the worst one of the three of the Raimi films, it is yeah, but still better than the Amazing Spider-Man movies one or two. Okay, yeah, and it's a fun movie. I know, I like it, I enjoy it. It's, I mean, it's got the same problem we're just talking about: too many villains. Oh God, yeah, yeah, way too many plot lines going on <laughs> in that fucking film. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, it's just—it's people forget. It's the reason why some of my favorite directors are like Quentin Tarantino, Sam Raimi, mm. uh, James Gunn, David Fincher. Guys who understood that movies are entertainment and they can be fun. Like you're allowed to have fun oh, yeah. with a movie. That's okay. Not every movie has to be fucking Amistad. We don't have to be sad and fucking super serious at all times. Because <laughs> in the end, it's a dude in pajamas beating up crooks. Mm-hmm. You can't take yourself that seriously. You're yeah. gonna look an asshole every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Spider-Man, I did see the new one last week. Oh, the uh, was it, uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. How was it? Really neat. Yeah, yeah. Very fun time. Hall really nails Mysterio. Did a very good job with it. Mm. And they did a good job with the Mysterio effects, too. Okay, good. Yeah. With the uh, mind-altering and stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. Mysterio is a great cinematic villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. Right. Literally, his backstory. <laughs> yeah. He was in Hollywood. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's weird it took him this long to get into Mysterio. Yeah. You would think they would have pulled that earlier. And it was like, oh, yeah, fucking people like CGI. We should get a character who's like, oh, fuck, I'm like a CGI, basically, in real life. Right. But, um... Yeah, they take it a little, little too political, but, I mean, I didn't really mind it. It's still uh, it's still fun. Yeah, no, you just got to gloss over that. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, the the ending end credit uh, <laughs> Easter egg teaser is really fun. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah. I've heard a little bit about it. I think I know what it is. I mean, mm. We don't have to talk about it now. I yeah, it's, spoil it for it's fine, yeah. Um, but, uh... I mean, I still need to see Infinity War yeah. before I see this one. Right. Oh, for sure, yeah. The only problem I've had so far with the Marvel Universe Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. uh, Civil War, uh, Homecoming. In, in, uh, Homecoming and Infinity War Part 1, uh, I think Tom Holland is fantastic as Peter Parker for and sure. Spider-Man. I mm-hmm. think he's fantastic with that. Um, I think Homecoming is one of the best superhero movies made in the last five years. I fucking love Homecoming. Mm. Um, fucking Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, nailed the villain as in that the Vulture one. just destroys that role. I mean, just fucks it so hard. It's right. so good. Uh, the only thing, I mean, and they had the web shooters, which again I always like. I think mm. it's a main part of Peter Parker. It shows he's not just a guy who got bit by radioactive spiders. There is something special about right. Peter Parker as well. Yeah, the spider bite didn't enhance his mind at all. That exactly. was all. No, he was he a was, genius before yeah, he was a fucking. He was like a molecular chemist genius at like fifteen. Um, but uh, the one thing I don't like about the Marvel Universe Spider-Man with Tom Holland, and I mean literally, this is the only thing. Other than this, I've loved every bit of it. Okay. Is that he's just kind of like Iron Man Jr. He's not doing anything himself, and that irritates me. You kind of taken what is Peter Parker away and what is Spider Man away. Like it's not Iron Man didn't teach 
Spider-Man to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That was Uncle Ben taught him to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Be like, oh yeah, no, I should look out for the little guy and you know fight crime and take care of everybody mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then, like, you know, no matter Stark, what, every little piece matters. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, Tony Stark builds his suit and stuff like that. That's irritated me a lot. It's worked for the movies. Obviously. It has. And, yeah. and you know, and Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. have great chemistry in their scenes. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. It doesn't take away from the movie at all. It's just me as, you know, I'm not a big Marvel guy, but I do love Spider-Man. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters. I've read a lot of Spider-Man. Right. I just feel like you're kind of taking something away from the character of Peter Parker. It's sort of the same way I felt about Lucius Fox in the the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy Mm -hmm. of... Sand, I mean, it was uh, more of a handicap than a exactly. Than but a, a help, Morgan Freeman yeah. does that role really well. Oh yeah, they did a good job of rolling that into the the mythos of that film. But in the end, it's like Batman doesn't invent anything himself, so he's just like he. You basically you've turned Batman into what everybody says he is as a meme, where he's like he's just a rich guy in a suit who knows kung fu or something like <laughs> that. It's like no, Batman's like a fucking genius with a you know photographic memory and the highest IQ, the greatest strategist in the DC universe who invents all this shit himself just in case he needs it. Lucius Fox takes over whenever the Bat family gets big enough that he needs a guy to help him build the shit. Usually he's the one given the fucking blueprints. So giving the Morgan Freeman role with Lucius Fox, I was glad to see Lucius Fox involved. That was cool. Because that was kind of, that was almost sort of a deep cut. Like, not a lot of people knew who he was. Yeah. <clears throat> or that he was in the comics. But yeah, I just, I feel like that's the same thing as like, you know, Peter Parker's not inventing his suit and doing his own shit. He's just being given stuff it was. Just, I just. I feel the same way about those. I don't think it takes away from the movie. I think you can still enjoy the movies. It's still a great story, but it takes away something from the character. And if you're a fan of the character, I feel like it sticks out a little bit. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Other than that, I think they're fantastic films. Yeah. Like Homecoming, I probably watched that. I don't know ten times at this point because <laughs> it was on my Amazon for the longest time. It was on my like, HBO. Yeah. And so like I'd be like looking for something to watch I was like oh you want to watch Homecoming I'm like yeah I do actually mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I just <laughs> and then the other theater movie I saw is another one you're going to absolutely love I think it's uh, Midsommar have you heard about that at all yet uh, a little bit it's not really coming to my mind right so, now so it's the follow up <laughs> film from the guy that did Hereditary last year okay, which as we've right. talked about was mind blowing oh, yeah, to me like, one of my favorite movies probably of the last few years but definitely from last year and this one is already yeah, topping the charts for 2019. Oh man, it's a great follow-up. He takes a lot of what his strengths were from Hereditary mm. and just pivots it into like a totally new direction. Ooh. People still qualify it as a horror movie. I don't. It's not really quite so much a horror movie. It has horror elements, mm. but it's not a horror movie. <coughs> I wouldn't say. But you just feel that unease the entire time and right. anxiety and like it's a really well like written thriller. Right, yeah. He does such a good job of making you uncomfortable by listening to people talk because his his dialogue like they just oh man it's like nails on a chalkboard because it's just like <laughs> they're they're coming at each other in such like a passive aggressive way. Right. They're just, you know they're like veiling what they really mean, but you know what they mean, and you're just sitting there like oh my god, no, oh just get away from her, just just get away from her. <laughs> She's destroying you. Right. Yeah. But this one's really cool. So it's uh, five Americans take a trip to Sweden. No, four Americans and their Swedish friend. And then he takes them over to Sweden. What's his name? Uh, Pelle. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but they go over and they're going to celebrate the midsummer. And every 90 years, his 
commune that he lives in, like in northern, northern Sweden. Right. They do this uh, <laughs> elaborate festival that takes nine days where they celebrate the midsummer tradition. Oh, it's like the Wicker Man. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Excellent. Yeah, it's a, it turns into a pagan cult ritual movie. Oh, fuck yeah. And it's just it. beautiful. It, like I said, it's... Because I also don't consider Wicker Man a horror movie, per se. Like I said, it has it's, horror elements, but it's... It's the problem that horror movies have always had, which is that a really well-written horror movie is a thriller. Exactly, you know I mean? like, yeah. And they just haven't found a way to sort of... It's just such a weird gray yeah. area for a film. Because a really good horror movie isn't just like... Because when people hear horror movie, they think like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, mm-hmm. you know, bloody slasher, right? Kill all the, all the dark and gory, like, yeah. Which that's the other great thing about this, since they're in northern Sweden, it's the land of the midnight sun. Oh yeah, so it's, so just, it's, it's bright lit time. almost the entire time. Oh, yeah, I love that. Like there's a few s- scenes in the darkness when they're inside because they like pull shades down to try to make it dark while they sleep and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, right. but yeah, other than that, it, it's pure just white sunlight. Oh, it's fucking genius. Yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, you're you're, you're gonna love this movie. And like ninety percent of the time, they're all like tripping on hallucinogenic mushrooms and stuff like that. So he does like these weird. Oh, like, so I'm supposed to like that? I'm no, no, I'm just. Drug no, I'm saying you would I like am. the camera I angles. Do enjoy yeah, it. I know. But <laughs> you would also enjoy the cinematography of it because right they do some really cool like blur effects and stuff. And oh, cool. like any time, like the biggest trigger to see why they're actually hallucinating or not. Uh, any of the plants and flowers that you see on the screen are like opening and closing, like they're breathing. Ooh. It's like really trippy. Someone who wrote that movie has actually done Magic Mushrooms, then, because that is something you will see. Oh, really? You've done oh. Hallucinating Mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, from a friend who oh, right, yeah. told me that. Mm-hmm. His name was Zach. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a, it's a very, very cool movie. I, I think you're going to dig it. I'm definitely in. Does it have a lot of jump scares? No, hardly. Okay, good. That means Emma can watch it. Yeah, hardly any at all. watch it by myself, then. Because she will not, like, watch movies with jump scares. She's right. not a fan of it. And it's... I honestly I understand it because I sort of hate jump scares too myself. I just think yeah. they're cheap, right? You know what I mean. But uh, she just has her like anxiety problems, so like jump scares fuck with her. Yeah. But it's gotten better because she'll watch horror movies with me, and I've just seen so many horror movies. I was like, yeah. there's a jump scare coming up in like mm-hmm. 20 seconds. And I was gonna say she always. went through the first half of the Halloween series whenever we were watching it. That is true. She did pretty good with those. So. Well, to be fair, the Halloween series doesn't do not not really jumpy. Jump yeah, yeah, he's pretty slow moving. I think she's more talking like, remember in the mid 2000s when they started remaking all the 70s okay. fly, uh, slashers mm-hmm. those kind of jump scares gotcha. where it was just all horse shit because they couldn't write an actual scary movie mm-hmm. but they were given the script of a scary movie to right. begin with anytime anybody, anybody closes like the, the bathroom medicine cabinet mirror then you know there's just <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking, the fucking string pull noise <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god <laughs> who just saw that coming except oh. for anyone who's watched more than three movies in their fucking lives yeah. lazy cunts So what's it called again? Uh, Midsommar. Midsommar. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Definitely want to say it for sure. I'm in. Oh, I'm yeah. almost as in as I am to Gamer Girl Bath Water. It's going to be fucking... <laughs> tight. <laughs> it's going to be so tight. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Is, yeah. that, is that enough rambling? I think so. That's I everything I wanted to kind of get off my chest, so... <coughs> I mean, we only rambled for about... Uh, 45 minutes yeah. so that's fine it's, yeah it's for being away two weeks that's pretty good actually I say, yeah we've been away two weeks we, we not only we've been away we haven't really talked in two weeks so this is kind of yeah that's yeah, pretty good for us to catch up in 45 minutes yeah, we haven't had a chance to like hang out in a while yeah so. this is fine we'll just make this kind of a long episode that's whatever yeah we haven't i'm not like super deep on topics either so we're, we're pretty good oh i'm sure i'll find something to talk about 
Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get tangents, I'm sure. But. I got Metal Gear Solid to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Netflix is making the Witcher series. They yeah. released some of their photos. Yeah, photo. I, I don't like, know if that's one of our topics. It about. was, yeah. Okay, then we're going to talk about that. Yeah, it's good. It's it'll be fine. Okay, I got it. Yeah, well, let's take a break then. We'll yeah, let's come take back. A break and we'll get into some topics. All right, all right. Let's do it. See you soon. All right, time for topics. Yeah, I, I think it's topic time. All right, it's topic time. We're going to get started with the man you love the most. Oh yeah, no, I heard about this. This is mm-hmm. awesome. The Batman himself is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, I love it. That's pretty crazy. I just, it's, I'm so happy that it's, just, it's literally just Batman too. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest part. It's yeah. Just like, yeah, no, he, we've made a lot of movies. He's, he's gonna get a star. <laughs> Somebody had a great uh, tweet when I first heard about this, where they were like, "The first person to take a picture of like a rose and a scattered pearl necklace on top of the star will, like, he's like, I'll send you fifty bucks. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice." Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Also, just now getting in Julia Roberts, so... Yeah, but she kind of sucks. Right, but she was famous for so long. You'd think she would have been in there by now. Spike Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Mahershala, he's pretty new, so that's fine. And and Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth's getting a star? Yeah. Okay. Shit. I mean... Yeah. Give a big thank you to the Marvel Universe. Basically, yeah. The only ones that's about, what, what that or the fucking Ghostbusters remake. That's the only movies he was in. Anybody gave a fuck about? Right. Yeah. Anything else he's been in is bombed. So. Yeah, I can't even think of anything else he's been in on the top of my head. Uh, he was in like a race car movie where he played like a race car driver. Really? Yeah, Rush, I think, or something like that. Mm. It didn't do very good. And then he was in a the Ron Howard movie where it's basically like a remake of Moby Dick. Hmm. He was like hunting after a whale or something on the high seas. Okay. I don't remember the name of that one either. And then he was in, uh. There was some kind of like a hacker movie or something. Hackers. Yeah, he tried to play like a, a techie hacker guy. And it's like, okay. no, that's, that's completely not you. That's not believable at all. <laughs> We're forgetting his biggest movie. It's just about to come out, but Mission Impossible. Or, uh, Men in Black International. Oh. No, it's already, it's already been out. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's really why he's getting the star. That's that, true. That movie's going to be the best movie of 2019. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping with the comics news, we got a sad day here. Oh, no. DC Comics is ending the Vertigo imprint. That sucks. They're, they're still going to do, like, adult age-focused mm. comics, but they're just rebranding it all. So it's now going to be DC Kids for comics that they think for 8 to 12 year olds mm. the regular DC will just be 13 plus and they're going to call DC Black Label for 17 and older like for mature old. content okay. yeah because they said that Vertigo didn't have a, any DC affiliation yeah it's like everybody knew that Dirt Vertigo was DC like, yeah, uh, I mean, that like doesn't, didn't DC own Vertigo yeah like a, completely yeah it's like pretty much anybody who read comics knew that DC owned Vertigo yeah like DC had Vertigo you don't need your name all over just to have any it's kind of notoriety or anything I don't know What's happening? This is the age of uh, Disney. This is what has to happen. <laughs> yeah. You get no choice. <clears throat> I mean, I'm glad they're still going. Oh, look at that. There's Constantine right there. Mm-hmm. See oh, is that Spider? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was a Vertigo. I fucking love Spider Jerusalem. I'm going to get a tattoo of him soon. I just, I mean, I mean, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad they're not getting rid of it completely. Because yeah. I think there is a place for, you know, more adult, mature level comics. Mm-hmm. Especially with the fact that, like, you have the comic book readers are growing up every day. So, you know, don't be afraid to make shit for them as well. Right. Because I think uh, Vertigo was also doing the uh, the nail biter. 
stuff, which I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. You've been telling me about that a little bit. That one's really fucking cool. Oh, yeah, they did Why the Last Man, too. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I still own those of yours. Oh, yeah? I think okay. I still have them, actually, in my house. Nice. i got to clean that whole place up. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I need to try to get some of the Dark Tower books back. I've some missing. I've got most of them in digital, but I don't have three or four. Mm. So I was wanting to see if I can get those back to do a reread soon. Oh, of course. I actually started my reread earlier this week. Oh, really? Just kind of like... Okay. Well, well once you finish those, you can... I'm uh, I'm on the third one now. Okay. I, I started reading the first one last week. <laughs> nice. And uh, now I'm on the third one. <laughs> Yeah, then uh, IGN also published a list of their top 14 Vertigo uh, series. Okay. So I figured we could run through that a little bit and kind sure, of reminisce. Of course. Yeah. It starts off with a pretty good one right out the gate. Hellblazer. Hellblazer. Oh, yeah. It's the original Constantine. Yeah. Well, not the, ori- the original one was from Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yeah. Hell, Hellblazer was his first standalone comic. Right. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it went for 300 issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was huge. Constantine's a great fucking character, man. Yeah. It's so cool. I've read maybe three or four trades from it, but I, that's yeah. about it. I didn't realize it went on for that long, mm-hmm. so definitely need to check out more of it. Yeah, he's got a shit, shit ton of trades, and then like Alan Moore was a big fan of using him, mm-hmm. and so him and um, uh, fuck, goddamn, uh, was it uh, Morrison? I think those two. Oh, Grant was, Morrison. Yeah, yeah, him and Grant Morrison like both like that character a lot. So any kind of, like, run they were doing that had anything that could somewhat get Constantine into, they would throw him in. <laughs> nice. So it was kind of fun. Well, that's the great thing about him, too. Like, he fits in so well with, you know, no matter what. Yeah, like, anytime you have any kind of supernatural thing going on in a comic book story, which is, like, 40% of the time, mm-hmm. you can throw Constantine in there and it fits. Yeah. And he's just such a fun character. and He's done so well that mm-hmm. I just really enjoy it. <clears throat> and we got Neil Gaiman's mm-hmm. popular Sandman. One of Kevin Smith's favorite, uh comics mm-hmm. and also cool. just recently announced it's going to be a netflix show now too oh really mm-hmm. nice they picked up the rights for that one. Oh, that one might be hard to do as like a show yeah i don't know it's a very like oddly visual comic i was gonna say yeah it's know. a lot about like dreamscapes and stuff right right yeah <clears throat> i mean it's <coughs> jesus excuse me it's all right water. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> it's i could definitely lend itself to uh, a visual medium like as like a, a movie or a TV show. It definitely has to be a TV show. You can do a movie with it at all. Um, but uh, God, it, it would be hard to do. You're either gonna do a lot of CGI, which mm. is gonna run the price up immediately, or you're gonna have to skip all that and kind of lose what's fun about Sandman with like the crazy like dreamscape shit and stuff like that. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, it like I always say, if you get a good a good writer and a good good director, you can make anything good. Right. It doesn't matter. But we'll see what happens. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it? Uh, I don't know. Okay, because it looks... Joseph Gordon-Levitt gives Sandman an update, which means I won't be watching this, because I... Uh, he might just be producing it, like yeah. Seth Rogen does Preacher, so... Even <laughs> worse. At least Seth Rogen's a cool guy. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's such a smug prick. Look at this smile on his face. <laughs> Every time I see him, I want to just drive my fist through his teeth. I fucking <laughs> cannot stand Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Someone you do like, though. Animal Man. His Animal Man. By Grant Morrison. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking great uh, cover there. Mm-hmm. I, I remember um, a buddy of mine. Who was ah, also buddy. A, hey, look at that. <laughs> That's um, Animal Man's name for those who don't know. <laughs> I knew you knew, but... A little <laughs> deep joke for everybody, for the nerds. Yeah. Uh, no, a friend of mine, he um, was super into Animal Man and actually got me to start reading it. Because he was like, yeah, but he's like, fucking Grant Morrison writes. He's like, you're going to love it. And I'm like... Well, I do like anything Grant Morrison does, so I'll go ahead and check that out. 
I know like some people in the DC universe are not a fan of Grant Morrison because he writes the Bat God. Mm -hmm. but that is my favorite kind of Batman, so I'm I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> <clears throat> it was a fun series though. Oh fuck yeah. Even when they brought it back for like the new fifty two. Yeah, and then like all the weird like fourth wall breaks and shit he was doing. It was almost mm -hmm. like it almost had like a Deadpool feel to it, but just darker and, like, slightly, yeah. Like not so much comedy, but just like yeah, no, like he's the one person who's gonna realize like we're telling a story mm -hmm. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <clears throat> And speaking of Grant Morrison, this is one I actually hadn't heard of. So. The Invisibles? Yeah. I've heard of it. I've never got to read it before. Okay. I've heard of it just because like, I looked through like everything Grant Morrison ever did, just because I was such mm -hmm. a big fan of his. I still am. And uh, I've never got a chance to read this yet. Apparently this is like fucking like Watchmen level mm -hmm. good, where it like, totally just breaks the bars on a bunch of shit nice. and opens stuff up. So. Yeah, they describe it here as a genre-bending psychedelic <laughs> sci-fi series revolving around a group of anarchists rebelling against humanity's alien overlords. Nice. So that, that sounds like something to be up your alley. I wonder, I guess, if DC's gonna, like, fully take over Vertigo, does that mean they're gonna load them all up onto the DC, like, app thing that I have? I don't know. Because if that happens, I'll be so happy. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would love for Vertigo to have all their comics on there. Right. Especially because the next one we were just talking about oh, outside. One of my favorite ones ever. Yep. Preacher. One of, honestly, I think one of the greatest original comics ever made. It's just so fucking good. Mm -hmm. And completely original. Like Yeah, it, is, it was just, it was just Garth's fucking idea. He was like, I'm just going to run with this. Like, they said from the beginning, like, we're doing 66 issues. I can guarantee that. Like, I don't care how it sells. <laughs> and then somehow the book, like, apparently when it first came out, it didn't do great. Oh, really? And then it started picking up steam and got, like, really fucking heavy. And then, like, all of a sudden, they were like, you got to write more of these. you got to keep writing these. He's like, well, good, because I've already got the whole fucking story laid out. So, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Preacher is... Preacher's one of those things where I can have... That's one of those things, like, I would have somebody read that, and if they didn't like it, I would know I wouldn't like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, our personalities are not going to get along. If you don't like Preacher, then we're just not going to get... Like, me and you are two separate of people for mm. us to get along, so... Preacher's fucking amazing. If you guys haven't read Preacher, get out there and fucking read it. It's amazing. There you go. <laughs> One of my second favorite fucking completely uh, original comics, Transmetropolitan, Spider-Jerusalem. Uh, amazing. It's totally just out of this world crazy. Mm -hmm. Just kind of the best way to envision it is Hunter S. Thompson is transported to the future of like 4,000, you know, A.D. or whatever the fuck. And then, um, yeah, so he's just doing a bunch of drugs and smoking cigarettes and trying to take down the corrupt government while being a journalist and shooting people the whole time. It's amazing. Yeah. I fucking love it. There is literally a weapon in there that makes people shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's how cool fucking Transmet is. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get a spider tattoo soon. Another one I hadn't heard of, but... Bullets. Hundred bullets. This is another one that, that again I've heard of, but I haven't mm -hmm. read because it was the same thing with like Warren Ellis, where you know, it was just anything Graham Morrison wrote. I just want to look at what he was doing. Okay. Warren Ellis, who also did Transmet, I was like, oh, I want to read anything else this guy does. And so uh, I've heard of this again. I've never read it. I've heard it's supposed to be like really fucking cool though. Okay. So yeah, they say it's one of the single greatest crime comics ever to come out of Vertigo. Begins with a simple and captivating premise as a mysterious man named Agent Graves approaches people with a briefcase containing a gun and bullets that can allow them to take vengeance on their enemies with zero chance of being caught. But what begins as a simple meditation of violence and revenge quickly grows into a complex saga involving many recurring characters and a mythology 
dating back to the earliest days of America. Yeah. God, please let Vertigo be rolled into the, the DC <laughs> fucking app. I paid for it for a year. Please put the fucking Vertigo shit on there. Although I'll get nothing done at work. Yeah, if, yeah. If, <laughs> if I can just pull up Transmet or Preacher, whatever I want. Anytime. There's nothing that's ever going to get done. This fucking <laughs> podcast is going to end. I'll be yeah. too busy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got one of my favorites, as you mentioned. Why the Last Man. Why the Last Man. This was, uh, Stephen King was involved in this somehow. I forget how. Uh, he was just basically a hype man for it. Yeah, yeah he was just a big fan. Yeah. So that was the whole reason I started reading it, is that you had, like, the first three, I think, hard, mm-hmm. hard, hardback trades. Right. And you were like, oh, dude, or, uh, Stephen King loves it. you got to check this shit out. Mm-hmm. And it really is amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, like, this crazy story where the whole premise of it is, like, I guess, like, a, a disease or something got released. Yeah, some kind of virus, yeah. That kills every living being with a Y chromosome except for the main character and a monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are off on a walkabout yeah, during the first issue. He's yeah. kind of like hanging out. And then, yeah, so he's like the last man alive at that point. So mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking cool. And then trying to get back from Australia to the U.S. to try to find his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah he's trying to find his girlfriend or his mm-hmm. ex-wife or something. I forget what it was. Yeah. And yeah, just the journey of him as he's trying to navigate a completely... Yeah. Feminine world. Completely feminine world that is still just as violent as the male world. Mm. It's a really fucking well done book. Oh, it's yeah. It's also, like, again, completely uh, uh, original. Oh, yeah. There was no backstory to this whatsoever. It was just an idea that they had. Vertigo was fucking great about this shit. It's, mm. it's so sad. Well, I mean, they're not going, but it's just. Right, like, yeah. It's Ver- Vertigo. If you saw the Vertigo you know, label on a comic, you would pick it up because you're like, oh, this is going to be a good story. Right. I got to check this shit out. <clears throat> I know up. nothing about this one. Really? Fables? No, not, oh. the top, not off the top of my head. Nothing's coming to me. So I haven't really read, I think like maybe just the first trade mm-hmm. was all I read from the comic, but uh, Telltale did a game based off of it with The Wolf Among Us. Oh, I've heard of that. I've never played it, but I okay. heard that that's a pretty good yeah, game. Yeah, that was like my second favorite Telltale series ever. Mm. And it was really good. So basically... You know they have a Batman series, right? Yeah, it was so okay. Like, I mean, yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, their number one was their Borderlands series. I like that. Borderlands, their uh, game, the Game of Thrones one wasn't too bad either. Actually, yeah. it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had some of the voice casts from the show too, so that was good. Yeah, no, that is true. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. You're talking about Fables. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Fables is cool. So it's um, basically all the fairy tales that you remember from your childhood. Mm-hmm. They existed, but just in another dimension. Okay. Uh, when they come here, they disguise themselves. Um, with a what they call it, glamour, which turns them into a human. Uh, so basically, any human looks at them sees another human. Yeah. But underneath it, they're actually the big bad wolf or uh, the little mermaid, or, you know, just beast from Beauty and the Beast. And this all. does sound cool. Okay. Yeah. Right on. So that's pretty neat. Um, you play as the big bad wolf in the Telltale series, and you're just going around. He's like a detective. It's very like noir ish basically right on damsel in distress comes to him and he's trying to solve a mystery but yeah it's a really fun game and uh, i think the series is pretty close to that too so i'll have to check that out that actually sounds really fucking cool yeah <clears throat> yeah i've i've uh, never read this one i was unaware that the wolf among us was based off a comic either oh really okay i thought that that was like the one telltale game that was like its own property because uh. <laughs> they've made like just everything else yeah just licensed yeah, their Borderlands one's really good. I actually have that on my phone. Yeah, that's my favorite one that they did. That uh, one is really fun. Yeah, they just go so deep into the lore, and it's well, just so fun. the first big one was, uh, it was the Walking Dead one, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
which is good too. Like Clement, was, Clementine was a great character. I would. Uh, I liked it a lot back when I still liked The Walking Dead. Right. But because <laughs> The Walking Dead soured itself so much to me that I just didn't yeah. give a fuck anymore. Which, in other comic news, I didn't post any articles from, but they finally ended. Did you see that? Oh, really? The comic, yeah. Oh, no. No shit. Yeah, just out of the blue, completely random. He didn't, you know, announce it at all. He got sick of the TV show. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm ending it. No, he basically just said that he was trying to think of, like, future plots that he could go through and... All of them just seemed like spinning their wheels and just filler. So he's like, no, fuck it, this is the end. Good for him. Yeah. So, yeah, it just completely ran like, issue number 193. Like, like, you know, they usually try to end, like, on a round number or something. He's just like, no, no, it's done. We're fucking done. Yeah. So. It's like, that was always kind of the cool thing and the sad thing about The Walking Dead with the comic series and the show when it first started. Mm -hmm. It's like, where does this end? I mean, this is like, we're we're in the apocalypse. This this is like, you start telling the story at the end of every zombie movie. Yeah. That's what you're, like, doing there. So it was a good idea until, mm-hmm. I don't know, season five, I think, is when I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Because they were just telling the same story over and over again, and I could just, I got tired of it. So good for the writer to be like, have the fucking balls that the TV show doesn't have. Right. Like, I'm not going to spin my wheels for fucking 20 years. I don't care how much money this is making. I'm done. Let's mm-hmm. tell an actual story. I've got other stuff to write. And still, like 193 issues. That's a lot of content. Fuck yeah, it is. Next on their list was DMZ. I also didn't know about. Uh, I've never read it. I do remember my friend Spencer was a big fan of this oh, yeah? comic. Yeah, I never got to read it myself because we kind of had uh, not like a falling out. We just haven't seen each other in a long time. Right. But uh, I remember him saying this was a really good fucking uh, comic, and he kept telling me to read it. I just never got around to it, sadly. Okay. Yeah, it sounds pretty recent. It's uh, dealing with stuff from post 9/11. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like post 9-11. U.S. in a second Civil War. Patriot Act, mm-hmm. Civil War going on. I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't had a bigger revive for like the shit that's going on nowadays. Yeah, no kidding. Basically in a Civil War at this point. <laughs> Scout. That looks like uh, the one guy from Preacher who gets his head cut. Oh, like yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scout is apparently a series about organized crime, political intrigue, poverty, and drug addiction. On a South Dakota Indian reservation. Ooh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, seems like a neat spin on something. I wanted to check that out. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, right on. Yep. That was a fucking great list. Oh, yeah. That, like, reminds me just how good fucking Vertigo is. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. just like, fuck, they really did. Oh, American Vampire, that yep. is an amazing fucking... Like I was going to say, I knew you'd spark on that one. I think I owned the first two trades of that, actually. If I'm yeah. Not I know I owned the first trade, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, American Vampire is fucking amazing, guys. Oh, yeah. It's a vampire story set in the Old West. Right, and then they, they travel through the ages as the Industrial Revolution yeah. comes along. And it's Scott Snyder and Stephen King, so... Right. If you're listening to this podcast, you'll enjoy it. I Absolutely. I can see that pretty oh, much. Yeah. If, you, if you can get through our fucking shit, you'll love that. And as a good uh, little ending note there, thankfully, like Sandman, American Vampire is a franchise that will live on even as Vertigo itself winds down. Both Snyder and Albuquerque, the artist, mm-hmm. are still developing the next phase of their story when the series makes a jump to the Black Label line. Right on. So, they're going to keep it going, so that's good. Excellent. God, I really, really hope that all the Vertigo shit gets rolled into the That would be amazing. Yeah. I would be so fucking happy. Oh, that would make me so happy. <laughs> <clears throat> Sticking with some comic news, but blending into movies. I fucking love the artwork of American Vampire, by the way. It's oh. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think you're ultimately going to be happy with this, but it's going to anger you as well. Well, let's see what happens. Okay. I doubt it, but go ahead. So there was a new interview, and uh, they say that the Joker movie 
does not follow anything from the comics. Yeah, we already knew that. Right, but now it's you know completely like you you hinted <coughs> at it from the trailer, but now we know. So basically, you don't have to see it now because it's not tying to anything that you would know. So what there's what you're telling me is that they had a story they wanted to tell, mm-hmm. but they couldn't think of a way to make it good. So <laughs> they needed the fucking name recognition of a well developed, well loved, historyed character. So they went ahead and paid for the name rights of Joker and then pissed all over everything that had to do with that, then, right? Is, is that what you're telling me? Well, actually, uh, director Todd Phillips says that Joaquin exactly Phoenix's <laughs> character is a unique original interpretation. We didn't follow anything from the comic books, which people are going to be mad about. We just wrote our own version of where a guy like Joker might come from. That's what was interesting to me. We're not even doing Joker, but the story of becoming Joker. It's about this man. You didn't take anything from the comics except for uh, Arkham and um, the makeup, him being crazy and eventually be, uh, you know, doing crime, I assume, is what happens at the end of this. Uh, so you needed the name, you needed the iconic face paint, you needed the fucking stupid hair and the dumb suit. So we didn't take anything from the comics except for what the general audience would be able to recognize and be like, oh, it's the Joker, like Jack Nicholson did. This will be fun. We should go see this movie. So again, what you're telling me is that you needed the most important or most well-known parts of it so you can sell your shittily written movie that we all know is going to suck. That's what you're telling me, Todd Phillips. Well, this is a whole new take on it, though. Right. I don't know if you're understanding that. No, I'm definitely understanding it. I understand it 100%. Okay. You had a shitty screenplay that you couldn't figure out about some guy who goes crazy in an insane asylum and starts murdering people. You couldn't figure out a way to just make that a good story. So what you had to do was take one of the most historied characters in comics and piss all over his history so you could finally sell a fucking movie because you suck, as does Joaquin Phoenix. Fuck off, Todd Phillips. Keep keep reading. What else does he have here that's going to piss me off? Mm, not much more. What are you doing Joker, really? Because you're fucking named the movie Joker. So go fuck yourself, you little son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, they just <clears> go <throat> on to say that there were new images of Phoenix's Joker makeup, which shows a very different approach to the white face and green hair combo. Really? Because I see a white face and green hair, so is it that different? Or I don't am know. I just I fucking didn't, stupid? Maybe I'm just fucking dumb, and I my eyes don't work. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing a white face and green hair steal. That's, that, yeah, White face, green hair on that picture, too. White face, green hair there. Hmm. But yeah, th- no, that's definitely different. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. See? Yeah, no, you see, we put blue triangles by his eyes. Right. So, totally flipped the script on it. No one's going to even fucking know what's going on, man. It's crazy. Eat my fucking asshole, Todd Phillips, you piece of shit. <laughs> Look at this. Look at Joaquin Phoenix right next to fucking Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Tell me that's not basically the exact same fucking thing. No, 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 no. He's smiling. This podcast is over. <laughs> no, it's just, it's the shit that I'm talking about, man, where what irritates me is that I'm sure they might have had kind of an interesting story to tell, but they couldn't find a way to package it and sell it for the shit fucking audience that the world is nowadays. Yeah. So what do they have to do? They paid a shit ton of money, and then DC doesn't care. Right. What do they give a fuck? They just want to make money off the movie. So they know that if you name the movie Joker, you put the main guy in white face and green hair, even though apparently it's a totally different uh, approach from mm-hmm. what we know as the Joker. Eat my fucking asshole. So, again, like I said, they bought the... They essentially just bought the naming rights of Joker and then wrote their own original in air quotes here by the way because it's going to be the exact same it's basically it's going to be seven it's going to be silence of the lambs there's nothing different no one's written it and 
okay, people have written original screenplays in the last five years, but about 3% of the last screenplays in the last five years of big movies have been just the same old, just refarted dreck that we've all seen before. We all know it's a fucking formula now. Everything's just paint by numbers, fucking screenplays. Put this to this, this plus this equals this much money. There you go. But at least they're not gonna. You're not gonna get a bastardized version of the Killing Joke like a lot of people thought. So I mean, that's gotta make you slightly happy. They're not gonna. I never ruin, thought it was gonna be that. They're not gonna ruin something you hate, you love. Who thought it was gonna be a bastardized version of the Killing Joke? I never saw that coming in, in the first place. There were some people that were hinting it. They said that they had read the script. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just judging by the trailer that I had seen, like it was supposed to be like the start of the Joker. I was like, this isn't a bastard because I mean, the Killing Joke, the Joker's already an, an established like crime boss and things like that. And that's why he's able to fucking kill <laughs> Jason Todd. And um, uh, I just what I assumed this was going to be was they're trying to do Batman Begins with the Joker because they knew Batman Begins made a lot of money and origin stories are easy to write, mm-hmm. and they know that. Everyone loved the Joker from Heath Ledger, and they're trying. They're still trying to pretend like Suicide Squad doesn't exist, which, me too. <laughs> and uh, so they were. You like, forgot the hashtag. What? Hashtag Suicide Squad. No, hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> hashtag Suicide Squad. <laughs> Y'all must be crazy. Um, but yeah, no, this is just yeah. Congratulations, you've you've written, a, a, basically a Mad Lib style of screenplay, of a fucking nothing story. And you needed a established character that people would go pay to see. So you're going to piss on um, one of my favorite characters in comic book history that has been written since the 40s. This thing is older than anyone working on this fucking movie. But hey, laws are making money, right? Todd Phillips, you fucking dickless cunt. (laughs) Sticking with comic movies. This was pretty funny. So there was a new alternate poster for Far From Home before it released over in Britain, I think. Mm. And uh, they posted it online. One of the first people to respond to it was Samuel L. Jackson on Twitter. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he's quoted as saying, what the actual fuck is going on here? <laughs> because they put his eye patch on his right eye. <laughs> put it on the wrong it's a eye. mirror image on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I loved it. Now, again, this is going back to the exact same thing I was just talking about with the Joker movie. There mm-hmm. is no... <laughs> They're actually side by side. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, like I was saying, going back to the exact point I was just making, there is no fucking care taken towards any of these characters. <laughs> it is just push it out as fast as we can, make as much money as we can, let's move the fuck on. <laughs> Yeah, his actual tweet. The actual fuck is going on here. Hashtag heads gun roll. Hashtag left, left eye, eye motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam Jackson, you always make me happy. Oh, yeah. Let's make him the Joker. Well, you, want we, a, you want a new take on the Joker? There well, you go. We can't because he's going to have a new take on Saw. I'm pausing for your cheer. Remember, Chris Rock was going to yeah, help no, produce the reboot. I thought it was a fucking terrible idea back mm-hmm. then. I still well, now Rock is also going to star in the movie that he's producing okay. as a police detective investigating a series of crimes that's likely tied to the Jigsaw Killer. So Samuel Jackson's going to join him, and uh, we're also going to get a couple other guys, Max Minghella and Marisol Nichols, who is going to play Rock's partner and the police captain, respectively. So you're excited for this. Can we please 
It's a fresh reimagining for the next Saw movie. Stop doing fresh reimaginings of shit we've already seen. Write an original fucking screenplay. Do a new movie. For the love <laughs> of God. There's eight movies now. For the last ten years, we've seen eight movies. 400 of them have come out, but they've all been the same goddamn movie. Motherfuck. Like, the entire film industry has turned into Katherine Heigl. Hmm. It's the exact same thing every fucking time. You know it's no different. You don't even care about it that much. You barely notice. You're just going to keep throwing your money at it, mm-hmm. jamming popcorn down your fucking dead face, yep. and just pray to God that your wife doesn't realize you're cheating on her. It all fucking sucks. I'm sick of this bullshit. There's, we have enough reboots. We have enough reimaginings. Uh, you, Write something new. You're not going to like the next few topics. Oh, fuck's sakes. <laughs> so we can just kind of rapid fire through them here since we know the response. Uh, the Matrix 4. Uh, the Wachowski siblings are coming back, and it's uh, rumored that Michael B. Jordan is going to be starring in this one. Is he the new Neo? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because mm-hmm. he's black, and that's what you have to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. You can't write anything new, and every new character has to be black. Well, they're saying this one could actually bring back to the origins. Because originally, Will Smith was going to be cast as Neo before oh, yeah, Keanu no. came Everybody out. Knows that. So what, they're just going to retell the fucking story again? Maybe, I don't know. Can they're, anyone they're, even they're, tell me the story of The Matrix? And don't get me wrong, I love The Matrix movies. Right. Explain the fucking story to me. Go well, ahead, I'll wait. This one is The Matrix 4, so it's going to continue from that. But I thought it ended. Sad. Wasn't The Matrix ended? That was the whole fucking right, thing? But, but everything that dies is reborn. So Yeah, no, we, we definitely don't know that, don't we, Hollywood? <laughs> fucking redoing cunts. Fucking Disney has just done live action, again, finger quotes, mm. uh, of all of their shit that was good whenever we were kids because it costs way too much money to hire a talented screenwriter and make a new story. <laughs> How the fuck would you ever do that? There's definitely not 4,000 kids in fucking English majors right now who are dying to write a new story. What we need to do is go back to the fucking drawing board, erase the little bits that we wrote in there, and put just new numbers into the equation, but make sure it's still pans out to the same fucking thing because we can't take risk anymore yeah. we can't tell fucking stories we can't take risk god forbid you, do you know what the first matrix film was it was a huge risk no oh, one yeah. thought it was going to make money it cost a shit ton of money it made no fucking sense it was full of like 17th century french philosophy mm-hmm. and also everything With a was nod a fucking to kung dream. fu and, yeah. and then kung fu fighting and keanu reeves who no one thought could be a good actor but he was always a good actor because keanu reeves fucking rules like, no one thought that movie was going to work, and it did. Why? Because they took a fucking chance, and it was made by people who gave a fuck and wanted to fucking work and make something good. Now what do we have? We have people who want to make fucking money and not take chances, so now we're going to get the opposite of that. All the cool movies we've seen from, like, the 80s to the 90s where, like, there was, like, experimentation going on in mm-hmm. film and we were trying to, like, tell cool stories, mm-hmm. guys like David Fincher would never make movies nowadays. He would have never gotten money for fucking anything he's ever told. The only reason he gets money now is because his old movies were fucking amazing and made a lot of money and they were really well done. If, if there's a David Fincher out there right now, He's totally new. He has not made a film yet. There mm-hmm. is another David Fincher. There's another uh, Stanley Kubrick. There's another fucking, um, uh, I don't know, Wes Anderson. There's another fucking great filmmaker out there who you're not going to let make his film because it's a risk. Right. When you're not taking risks, you're not creating. And when you're not creating in the creative business, you're fucking dying. You're an empty, soulless cunt. Now, see, that's not fair because we will hire them. You know, for two weeks for the new Star Wars, and then we're going to fire him and bring back J.J. Abrams again. Yeah, and, and they're that's not what we be, do to new directors. And they're going to not be allowed to make any choices anyway. <laughs> and then we're going to hire the fucking shitbags who've ruined Game of Thrones 
to write the new one too. I fuck, fuck. <laughs> there are no good movies coming out. One thing that can make it better though. This is what, yeah, no, this is actually mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. So Terry Crews has started a petition online that he uh, wants himself to be the King Triton in the new Disney. Yeah, who else movie. is gonna play that? Right. You're changing. Yeah, everything to the Ariel mm-hmm. is now black, which mm-hmm. is fine. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Right. But I mean, if you're gonna make Ariel black, then her dad needs to be Terry Crews. Right. It's gonna be King Triton. I Absolutely. Mean, like it, if it's not, I'll fucking. I mean, I already want to kill Disney, but I'll mm-hmm. kill somebody else from Disney too yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Wait. So, did you see his original tweet? I did. With yeah. the Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, the Photoshop is him on it. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you see his his uh, video he made where he sang "Under the Sea"? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was really funny too. Yeah. And then I found a, they posted <clears throat> this also. Check out that. That's oh, a pretty shit, cool interpretation. Yeah. That's what's up. It almost looks like Zeus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and Terry Somebody Cruz, else photoshopped his old men's health cover. Excellent. Yeah. Terry Crews is the only option to play King Triton. Who else are you going to get to do it? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's got to be Terry Crews. Right. I'm they, all in. Yeah. If they cast Terry Crews at it, I will go see this this movie. <laughs> I, I I don't care about seeing it just because, again, like I've been yelling about for the last 15 minutes, it's just mm-hmm. a retelling of the shit we've already fucking seen and I could give a fuck about. Yeah. But I like Terry Crews a lot. He's a really good dude. Very wholesome. Basically right. the black Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and to be honest, I mean, that's, it's a bit part. He's not going to be in it much. Yeah, but no. I mean, he'll have you know 20 minutes of screen time, and it'll be the only 20 minutes I give a fuck about because the rest of the movie's going to suck and it's just, you know, <laughs> rehashed Drek bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah. No. I mean, please. as Please, Disney, give me a light of hope. Give me just something at the end of the tunnel here to finally be happy. Because I've been yelling at Disney for the last three months now. Oh, at this I know. Point. They have not done well anything that I've enjoyed yet. If they can cast Terry Crews as King Trident, I will pull back a little bit on my Disney hate. There was, there was one other that you enjoyed. Hmm. The fact that they rehired James Gunn for Guardians. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I was pissed they fired him in the first place. Right, right. But I'm just, just, just throwing it out there that there was something else. Well, we'll see. Let me wait until I see Guardian. I want to find out yeah. if they gave James Gunn creative control or not. That's right. what I'm curious about. Because, as we all know, Disney doesn't want that to happen. Fucking cunts. Jew-hating bastards. <laughs> That's what they are. You get mad at me. Moving into some TV news. We've had a couple of casting announcements for Stephen King's The Stand miniseries. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw any of this. But uh, the one that sparked some headlines is Marilyn Manson hmm. is going to be Even playing a bit part. Oh, I, yeah. I thought it was going to be Flag or something. I was like, uh, he's way too old to be fucking Randall Flag. No, no, he's just a bit part. <clears throat> but he's also going to provide a cover of The Doors, The End. Oh, So nice. a lot of people are thinking that that might play with the <laughs> beginning instead of Don't Fear the Reaper from the original. Okay, yeah, right yeah. on. Which, yeah, he's good at covers. Yeah, oh, I, love, I, yeah. I love all of Manson's covers. I fucking love all of Manson's music. Right, yeah, that too. But the only thing yeah. I can say about Marilyn Manson is that if you're a fan of Marilyn Manson, do not go see him live. No. Yeah, no. Now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, if you have a fucking time well, machine saying, if you and see you go the, back to the 90s, for sure go back and see him there's live. There's DVDs of his old shows. Like you oh, could, yeah, no, you watch, could, you watch should, that. Yeah. No, I'm saying watch him live. Do yeah. not go to a current <laughs> concert by, by Marilyn Manson because he is... Way too old mm-hmm. and just a little too fat, and it's just sort of depressing now. Yeah. And it's just, it, it kind of brings you down because I, I, you want to listen to the good music and watch his cool stage show, but he's getting winded every fucking third word. He's just like, <sighs> beautiful people, <laughs> beautiful people. Bring me the, bring me the buttered noodles. Hang on a second. 
Summer water confused you. Hey, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Southern wanna get ate by you. Buffalo wings are free. <laughs> nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It sounds good though, yeah. No, and it's I'm, actually uh, Waylon Jennings' son, Shooter, ooh. does the guitar for it. So excellent. Yeah, I love Waylon Jennings. Kind of like Marilyn Manson. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of the rumors have turned out to be true for what they had heard before. So James Marsden is going to be Stu Redman. Okay, I can I can see that. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's cool. We got Amber Heard playing Nadine. Mm, okay. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg is Mother okay. Abigail. Oh, that's kind of cute. I like yeah, that. I like yeah. that. I'm totally down for that. Greg Kinnear is Glenn Bateman. Ooh, Greg Greg Kinnear can fucking act. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Odessa Young is going to be Franny Goldsmith. I'm not sure who that is. But I'm sure. And Henry Zaga is going to be Nick. Nick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Let's see. Odessa Young. Let me let me go look at this hoe. So, uh, search Odessa Young bathwater. See what she's. <laughs> okay. See what she's selling here. <laughs> Okay. okay. I mean, yeah. if they dye her hair, yeah. I'm cool with it. She's blonde in all these photos. Mm-hmm. If Franny doesn't have red hair, I'm gonna so, fucking riot. They're definitely going with the uh, the younger version yeah. of it. Like, oh, for sure, she looks fucking eighteen. Like the the, the '90s show, <clears throat> you know, it's like Gary Sinise and Molly Ringwald. They're right. about the same age. It yeah, wasn't exactly. really, yeah, no, they're each it wasn't really that controversial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're going James Marsden and her, that's gonna be a bit of a that's difference. Gonna look, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be an actual. Co- I, I guess somebody read the book then. Cool. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I really hope they uh, dye her hair, though. Oh, yeah. look, there's a picture of her with red hair. Oh, yeah. yeah so. Okay, I can see that. I, I I always saw Franny as having kind of curly hair, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just a little. I mean, not like super curly crazy, but like, oh, yeah. like a little bit of a of a curl to it. Who else are we looking for? Henry Zaga. Henry Zaga of Bathwater. Uh-huh. Oh, he was in 13 Reasons Why. Okay. Um, the New Mutants that'll never come out. So. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> dead in the water. Because that would be a risk. No mm-hmm. one's ever read the New Mutants, so I don't know if they want to do it. Okay. I yeah. guess I could see yeah. it. Yeah, he can be Nick. That's fine. Yeah, I, got, I could see that. I mean, he doesn't have to be a great actor. He's not going to talk. Yeah, so. he's a deaf mute. <laughs> like, how fucking hard. Just look pretty and have mm. dark hair. Congratulations, yeah. you're Nick Andros. We're mm. all really fucking impressed. M-O-O-N. That spells Nick. Nice. Oh, my God. What if that's who uh, Marilyn Manson's going to play? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No thanks. Marilyn Manson should play the uh, trash can man. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting ten episodes. Oh, on CBS All Access. God damn it! That means it's gonna be uh, censored. No, all Access though. That's their oh, streaming okay. app. That's okay. not gonna be on the actual. I'm channel. not paying for another fucking streaming app. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm thinking they they do like the month long free trials or whatever. So we'll wait till wait, all ten episodes. Out, yeah. We'll just knock it out in like a weekend. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's right my on. plan. Right on. I'm I'm down. So. I, I like James Marsden a lot. I think he's a really good actor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah, I haven't fun. seen him in too much, but <clears throat> I, I do like what he's been in. So. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's been in some good shit. He's a good actor, so here we go. Yep, as you mentioned earlier, we've uh, got some first-look photos from the Netflix version of The Witcher. I'm so excited for this, buddy. Yeah. You have no fucking idea. So here we go. Henry Cavill looks fucking great as Geralt. He really does. See, it's funny, because like, the first uh, photos we saw of him from the costume... Uh, like test or whatever the hell that was, or mm. the makeup test. It didn't look awesome. It was kind of like, eh. But then I was like, you know, he's under like he's not even under studio lighting or anything like that. Mm. Like I was just gonna let my sort of shit go. I think in these photos he looks fucking perfect. Absolutely, and they zoom in like super close on this one. Like you can do detail. Like they yeah, aged him up pretty I'm, good. I'm looking at freckles. Yeah, 
Yeah, that one is a fucking fantastic shot. I that's, think that looks perfect. That's, that's exactly cool. what I think of. I, the only thing I don't like about it is I don't like his emblem. Oh, really? Yeah. I like the way they, they do the emblem in the games a little bit better. Kind of like that, where it's three-dimensional. Oh, okay. I like that better. Just because yeah. I think that, lo- that looks a little bit cooler. It does kind of pop a bit more, yeah. And that's actually what I'm going to get tattooed on me at some point. So, I mean, this one looks a little too Mortal Kombat-y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, I think it looks perfect. Like, the the whole suit, the studded leather, that's what he's supposed to be having on. He's got a sword on him. He's got a great Geralt look to him. He looks mm-hmm. fucking jacked. So, yeah, I mean, the emblem's a little weak, but, I mean, come on. Yeah. If, if that's my biggest problem with this show, I'm totally fine with mm-hmm. it. Get an ass shot here. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's been doing some squats. <laughs> the boy been working. So, yeah, yeah, there's uh, Cirilla. Oh, Siri. Yep. okay. No, I already know. I got it. Don't worry okay. about it. You're good. There's Jennifer. I know some people are a little upset that she's uh, like darker skin than they expected. Okay. I never really cared what skin color Jennifer is. She's white in the books, but so is everybody, except for people from the continent of Zerkania. Mm. However, the book is also written by a Polish man based off Polish lore, so right. you're going to have a lot of white people in there because Poland's fairly white. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I'm not mad at all with the casting of... Uh, Jennifer, as long as she can act it well, I don't care that she looked kind of. She doesn't even look that black. She looks like Meghan Markle. She looks like a quarter black. It's yeah. fine. There's our first look at the poster. Yeah, I'm super excited for this. The worst monsters are the ones we create. Mm-hmm. It's, from, it's from the book, actually. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking. I'm so down. I cannot wait. Still there, the close up on his face. Close up of the series. They should give her green contacts. Her, her eyes should be more green. Really? Yeah, Siri's supposed to have like emerald green eyes and oh. like fucking strikingly green. Okay, I like that hood. That's pretty yeah, cool. that's cool. Actually, go back one. Yeah. Go, go back to the. Okay, I can't get a look at his con. Uh, if they're gonna give him the contacts or not? Oh, really? I can kind of see it a little bit. He's supposed to have like vertical slits for his uh, pupils. Oh, really? Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to have like kind of like the eyes of a cat. Hmm. So. But then again, they might have to skip over that just because there'd be way too much money for CGI. <laughs> yeah. and, and like, and he can't act if he can't see. So, I mean... Uh, oh, yeah, there's a close... Okay, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, they gave Jennifer Violet eyes, at least, so that's good. <clears throat> yeah, she's not really that dark-skinned. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, she looks kind of like Indian, maybe. But she's supposed to have violet eyes. I'm, I'm glad they did. I hope that's not just Photoshop. I hope they actually do yeah. give her violet eyes. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, this is a logo for it. Yeah, that looks cool. I just, I just don't like his emblem. That's about like the, the my biggest fucking complaint is his okay. emblem, which is totally fine. I, I hope that's my biggest complaint for this whole story. Yeah, these are just other emblems for. I think that's the, I think that's supposed to be the obsidian star that yeah. Jennifer wears, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Okay. She has a, a obsidian star on a choker around her neck in the books. Okay. And I'm assuming because that's a sparrow, that's a wolf, and I'm assuming that's the star they're gonna give her because the sparrow is Siri. Oh. So she's she's known as. All right. And then the wolf would be Geralt. He's the white wolf. He's from the wolf school of the witchers. And then uh, Yennefer has a obsidian star she wears and a choker on her neck. Although usually it's just a, a pentagram. I mean, we'll see what they do with his eyes. I'm super fucking stoked for this. Um, I know some people got shitty on uh, Twitter. Pretty much everyone I've seen getting shitty about this show on Twitter are people who... Um, have never read the books and know nothing about The Witcher except for like the one game that they played, which is The Witcher 3, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I fucking love that game and it's amazing. Because um, a lot of people complain that uh, Geralt only had one sword on his back. They're like, well, he's supposed to have two swords because it's the whole Witcher thing. Yeah. That is true. The Witchers have two swords. They okay. have one for, they have one made of a, a steel kind of composite made from uh, 
comets that fall down to the ground. Okay. And then they have a silver sword, which is what they kill with monsters. Mm-hmm. And the whole, like, the old, uh, what's the word, like, the old mythos behind the witchers that they have two swords, one for man, one for monsters. Really, they're both for monsters. Just certain monsters are hurt by iron, and certain are hurt by silver. Okay. Um, but their silver swords are very important. That's their witcher sword. That's what they can kill monsters with. They never carry it with them. It's always like in their pack on the like back of their horse or something like that, unless they're out hunting the monster because it's a silver sword. They don't want to like damage it in any mm-hmm. way. Silver is a very like fine metal, so you have to be careful with it. So. The entire Witcher series that's going to be on Netflix is based off the books, which take place um, about five to six years before the, the first game even starts. Okay. So everyone bitching about him only having one sword has never read the books and are fake fans, and they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> they can buy this fucking uh, gamer. You can buy this Witcher bathtub oil. What's up, dog? No, I'm super excited for... Mm-hmm. This is the fucking Witcher series to come out, man. Yeah. That's what I wanted so bad. We're gonna get a lot more information next week because it'll be at Comic Con. They got their own panel in Hall H, which is like the big time for Comic Con. I'm about to watch it. I'm so fucking excited, man. I've, yeah. I've, I've always loved these games. I love the books. I just, it's such a good story, man. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. We're gonna transition fully into video games for the last few topics here. First up, I don't know if you ever did try it out. I know we mentioned, you know, once it gets cheap enough, we might try and play some Anthem. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it, things aren't going so great yeah. for him. I mean, that, that was the same game that was, like, breaking people's PlayStations, too, though, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. that kind of... I was I was already going to wait for it to get cheap, and then that happened. I was like, mm, mm. I'm going to wait. Well, now they had an interview with the CEO of EA, who says that Anthem isn't dead, but apparently he only gives us vague promises of life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's the quote here so he says uh, IP lives for generations and runs in these 7 to 10 year cycles so if I think about Anthem on a 7 to 10 year cycle it may not have had the start that many of us wanted including our players but I feel like that team is really going to get there with something special and something great because they've demonstrated that they can so what he's saying is that Anthem 2 will be a pretty good game that's kind of what it sounds right, like that's yeah. what I'm saying. and then he's really going to make you mad here he says that Bioware has to evolve okay. and start to make games for kids today who are 12 years old and weren't around for when Bioware started making games. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> EA killed Bioware a long time ago. Yeah. EA killed Bioware right around the time of Mass Effect 3, which is honestly, as much as I love the Mass Effect games mm-hmm. and the story, we've talked about this. I don't even know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I know I've talked to a a little you bit, about yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect 3, as great as the story was, it got away from what Mass Effect was. That was EA telling Bioware, enough of your fucking RPG games. We want something easy for everyone to get into that we can sell to the masses. Where EA really killed Bioware, Mass Effect and Andromeda. That was it. That's when I knew they had killed Bioware. Yeah. That and the fact that they wouldn't let them make a KOTOR 3, but they let them make like a KOTOR Old Republic like MMO mm, RPG shit, PC only, as opposed yeah. to letting me have the third series and like my favorite RPG series that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Knights of the Republic. Oh my god, it's so good. I don't know. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Oh, apparently there's going to be a new Dragon Age, so... Yeah. <clears throat> Alex, I, I know you don't listen to this podcast, but there's going to be a new Dragon Age, and you already know that, but mm. I'm very happy for you. Yeah, I say that's that's Bioware's next big. I w- I will try to play uh, 
the next Dragon Age faster than it took me to play Inquisition because it took me forever to finally play yeah. Inquisition. And then it took me even longer to finally beat it. In fact, Alex had to threaten me basically with like, "You do not get to play another game until you beat that game." I would start playing it and I would enjoy it, but then I get pulled off into something else. And then they were just like, "Would you fucking beat that game so we could?" Because I was of our actual friend group, not their online friends. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of other them have played the Dragon Age game, so we could talk about it a lot. Oh, okay. So yeah, they were like, "You have to beat Inquisition. You're gonna love it." And then I pointed out something to them that they had never noticed before, which is that if you play Dragon Age Inquisition, and you do what I do with all those Bioware games, where you make the character you, and you just play as yourself, obviously, mm-hmm. like I do in D and D. If you're playing as a straight male in Dragon Age Inquisition, you have like two romance options. <laughs> Everybody else is fucking gay in that game. It's like Overwatch. Everyone's oh, gay. Okay. Which is fine, but it's just funny. Like mm-hmm. that, I uh, I pointed that out to them, and they had not. They didn't even think about it because they always just played like a gay character. Mm-hmm. I was like, you realize that if you play a straight guy, like there's two people you can romance, right? And they were like, really? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, I never thought about that, but yeah, that is. There's only two options, isn't there? <laughs> like, yep. And one of them is fucking empty and doesn't even talk to you. So, really, there's one option. So, Remedy Games that made Alan Wake, right? Uh, they actually got the IP back from Microsoft. Ooh. They bought it back, so they have the rights. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that they were going to do a, a remaster and bring it to PlayStation and, oh and Switch. Please. And that we might also get a sequel to it, finally. I still you, need to play the DLC. You know what's going to happen if they do, like, if they own the full rights now? Yeah. They're going to want to make a sequel. And then Sony's going to scoop in there and be like, now it's in playstation exclusive they're gonna give them as much money as they can be like make whatever you want but now it's a playstation exclusive (laughs) because that's how sony's fucking beating this console war right now Mm -hmm. is all their exclusives are fucking amazing that's for sure it's one of the main reasons i finally broke down and got one because i wanted to play all these games that are amazing that i never played so good yeah alan lake is amazing that's such a good fucking game and the last bit of news uh our buddy bruce he's been talking again Nobody's officially announced that there's going to be an Evil Dead game coming mm-hmm. out soon, but he's been announcing that he's been doing <laughs> filming for it. Sounds like him. Mocap and everything. <laughs> and it's great. Uh, so he <clears throat> tweeted out the other day, uh, Hey Groovy Gamers, this is a swell time to clarify some incorrect info that might be out there, including from me. The upcoming <laughs> Evil Dead video game is being developed for consoles and PC, but not VR. Sorry for any confusion. Game on. Hashtag my boomstick is too big for VR. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the big news. A lot of people were thinking that it might be. Yeah, because he, he had called it before that it was uh, fully immersive. So a lot of people were thinking it might be a oh, VR like game. A full-on VR, like an mm-hmm. Oculus thing? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're getting another Ash game with uh, Evil Dead. Finally. I, I, I love the last one. Mm-hmm. That was for, like the PlayStation 2. That was mm-hmm. a really fun game. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, they've all been pretty good, decently. And I mean, granted, I was a little biased, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people were busting his balls because he said he was never going to play Ash again. But he said, that he's reiterating now, he said he's never going to play it in movies or TV again. There you go. This it's is different. a video game. It's way different. Yeah, he says, it. I'll be Ash for that because I wouldn't want someone else's voice hamming it up. That's our boy, Bruce. Yeah. Bruce Campbell, patron saint of this podcast. Absolutely. Oh, he's the best. Oh, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Also, I, I noticed it hasn't been fully announced yet, but eventually Ash is coming to Mortal Kombat 11, and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it seems to be. So that's all I have for topics, but I've heard we've had some questions, right? Yeah, can the uh, lady of questions, please? Great, take a break. More questions. 
Uh, you want to take it? Okay, we're going to take a break before questions. Because okay. the question mistress has demanded that we take a break before questions. Oh. So. Right. And then we'll get into some questions. We'll be right. right back, guys. Now, it is time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast, where the queen of questions comes down from her high, high, high judgmental fucking chair. Mm. She sits and judges okay. all of us. And she comes here to ask us questions. Queen of questions, are you ready to give us your questions? Yeah. <laughs> asshole. Love you. Yeah. All right, now, queen of questions, if you don't mind, would you please uh, continue? No. Yeah, okay, so the first question is from James Smee on Twitter. Smee! <laughs> At JP Smee with two E's, 84. Yo. Uh, would fish smoke through their gills or through their mouths? Discuss. Hmm. Their gills. That's where they oxygenate. That's what you smoke through. Mm-hmm. Their mouth's not going. Like, I don't think their mouth is connected to their, like, breathing orifices at all. So I would assume it's gills. Right, but how would they even light the cigarette to begin with? Yeah, because they got flippers. Yep. <laughs> Can't even get the child safety locks to go. I know. Fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Goddamn government tell me I can't be 19 and buying lighters. <laughs> I don't even know. That's why fish are always in pain because they can't <clears> get those caps off because they're childproof. Fish can't even feel pain. It's fine. Mm, okay. Fucking brains are just super tiny. Uh, so yeah, I, I I I think it's gills. I'm just gonna go against you and say mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. I mean, one of us is bound to be right now. Defend your statement. I don't want both of us to be wrong because then we're gonna sound stupid. Oh, yeah, I know, because we've been just throwing out smartness this entire fucking podcast. That's right. I think it's gills. Okay. I think, I think that's what they oxygenate through. Yeah. So I think that's what they would smoke through. Okay. Come back at us with the answer, JP. Yeah, please, if you don't mind. Next. Great question. Thank you again. All right. The next is <clears throat> from a very handsome man named Daniel. If life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? Like the codes, or what? Just like what was cheat codes? Like, like what? What would you put in to get the cheats, or what would the actual cheat be? I'd assume the actual cheat. Okay, because I think the actual cheat is to be a attractive woman. I think that's just life on easy mode at mm. that point. Yeah, you could just show your show your titties on Instagram, and you're mm. selling bottles of your own bathwater for thirty dollars a piece. I mean, that sounds like, like an easy life. Yeah, right. You're just living the dream. People are paying you to masturbate. Like a fucking come mm. on, man. It's the easiest way to be, so that's one of well, them. Well, that's one of them. I mean, the other is just rich. Like yeah. Infinite ammo. Infinite ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should be born in the good old U.S. of A. there, brother. Mm, okay. okay. Fucking bullets out the wazoo. <laughs> Second Amendment. Yeah. Super jump. You gotta go to the mm-hmm. moon to do that, but okay. it still works. What about where you, like, clip through the walls? Oh, that's when you're a ghost. Oh, okay. All you, all you have to do is kill yourself with unfinished business. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're ready for the next question. Okay. All right. The next question is from a beautiful, kind, majestic woman named Rachel. I was giving them shit, but I was in our podcast the other day. This makes sense. They're sending questions in. Oh, gosh. Which I absolutely love this question. Uh, What movie would be greatly improved if it were made into a musical? Hmm. Uh, The answer is none of the above. Ouch, I love musicals. 
Yeah, you're a theater kid. That is true. Let's see. Um, The answer Rachel wants is Harry Potter. Oh, really? But it's not that hard to improve the worst film ever made. So, uh, what else? What else would be good as a musical? The Expendables. Yes, actually, that would be an amazing musical. No, John Wick's already a perfect film. You can't improve it. Uh, Ooh, Boondock Saints. We can really? make a fun musical out of that. Hmm. You can have a fun, like, 30s-style, like, tap dance routine while there's a giant shootout. How fucking fun would that be? I just don't want to hear Willem Dafoe sing, so... Why not? I don't think that'd be good. Is it because he was the Green Goblin and you hate him for it? Yeah, partially. <laughs> Peter. He looked like a Power Ranger. <laughs> he really did. He had that Power Ranger helmet. It was amazing. Not hmm. as bad as... Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man's Green Goblin, but still. <laughs> You're a fraud, Spider-Man! Or Bro bro Goblin, which was, uh, what's his fucking Franco. name? Franco. Yeah, Franco. Whatever. Whatever his name is. Oh, wait. Speaking of Franco, I just figured out the perfect movie to make a musical. The Room. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it, so. It's a perfect musical. Plus, you get to make a song. You can do it like uh, Cat-like Speed. We just call it Oh Hi, Mark. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I'm laughing on the inside. I'm going to go with The Room. I think The Room would be a per- more birdemic. <laughs> I'm going to go, because I think it would infuse a little bit of a Team America's vibe, which is a musical, I would say. Oh, yeah. I like the okay. music from it. It's a musical. So I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with the patriotic theme and go Independence Day. Ooh. Will Smith? Yeah. Did you make him rap? Yeah. That was one of the few movies he didn't rap about. Why not? Yeah, exactly. That's because Will Smith hates America. There's got to be a deep cut there somewhere. Will Smith hates America. We need to dig into the vault, release the the footage. Kingpin. Independence Day the musical. Kingpin the musical. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Be good. Yeah, I'm going to go with The Room. I think Mm -hmm. that would be a fun musical. Speaking okay. of bad movies, we could, you know, they can't get much worse. We could do the Dark Tower musical. Oh, my God. <laughs> I keep successfully uh, jamming that movie out of my mind because mm-hmm. I can't just, I can't accept it that it exists. It makes me so angry. You know, in a few years, we're going to be hate watching it together again. So. Oh, of course. We, we hate watches together the first time. <laughs> More or less, yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, it was about halfway through the film, I turned to you in a theater that was basically empty, mm-hmm. except for the three of us, and I said, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I wasn't. We, none no, of us were joking. And they were not kidding. They were real. That's what they went with. Yeah. They, they gave us the Hunger Games with Matthew McConaughey. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. It's what everyone was clamoring for. Fucks. Yeah, I'm going to go oh. with The Room for my musical, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Independence Day. That's a good one. Yeah. I respect that. I, th- I thought you were going to go with The Patriot, because you were talking about being all mm. patriotic. Yeah, no, I don't want to see Mel Gibson sing either. Why not? He's, he sang in, uh, I'm sure he sang at some point. I don't mm. know. Yeah. I mean, he's made like 400 movies. He had to sing in one of them, right? Possibly. Didn't, didn't he play the saxophone in uh, fucking Lethal Weapon? I don't think so. I think he did. Really? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. I mean, I've only seen the first two, so... I mean, not him actually playing the saxophone, but his character, right, yeah. Riggs, was like, playing the saxophone, I'm pretty sure. That was a good question. Though. Yeah, no, that was a great question. Thank you, Rachel. I appreciate it. Huh? Next. Yeah. That, that was, that's all. 
All right, that's, I think Please. that's enough, right? We've yeah. we done enough Kill to it. make her sad. Right. Well, no, but your outro probably won't make her the final. Oh, no, That'll push should. her over the edge. So. You see what happens when these cameras go yeah. off and I fucking There's no cameras. That's what mm-hmm. you think. Get your life together. Right here. Look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think, you think that's a hat? You've been getting punked for the last five years. Ashton, come out here. Show her what's up. <laughs> I don't even know if... I don't, is, is Punk even still going on? Uh, no. I thought you were going to say, is Ashton still alive? <laughs> no, sadly he is. Sorry. Sorry all the Ashton Kutcher fans out there. Alright, I think that was a good episode. That was pretty full. That was a good one. Good enough. No, no, I mean... We're two weeks off, we're a little rusty. Yeah, we're a little rusty. you gotta, you got to knock the uh, dust out the hinges yeah. sometimes. We're a little rust coal here. Yeah, you know what you're going to do. Because this town, man, it's like a... Die man's last breath of a dream comes at you. You don't even know what's light and what the darkness of light is sometimes. It's this town, man. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That's actually not bad. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> I like to do that to Emma all the time when we're driving down the road. Mm. Like, I like light a cigarette and be like, this, this town, man. <laughs> Dead man's fart of an idea. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, guys, thank you so much for putting up with us for, you know, this entire podcast. I hope you made it to the end, and I appreciate it if you did. Uh, Thank you, Andrew, again. Absolutely. This is always a fun time. Thanks for getting all the topics together. Uh, I know I had fun. I hope you did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good to hang out with you again. Of course. So I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's time to wrap it Bag up. Bag it, tag it. As always, follow us both on Twitter. You can follow Andrew at BigGuyACV. That's me. On the Twitters. He will tweet about uh, very wholesome things. He's a very sweet person. Hmm. He'll let you know where those dirty theme song stealing band called Hookie is going to be at next. Uh, They're actually playing right now. Oh, fuck. Downtown Alton. Shit, and here we are recording. Yeah. I swear to God, if they played our, if they played our theme song again. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. That's at uh, Melch Knows Best. M E L C H Knows Best. That's Knows with a K. And um, I don't know. I've kind of been slowing down on the tweets lately yeah. because uh, hockey's over. But foot football will be starting, you know, six weeks or so. Yeah. So I'll have something else to tweet about then. Yeah. Other than that, we face be- off in the preseason again. We I, I can't fucking wait. I'm I so excited. Uh, but until football starts, it's usually just me tweeting during uh, day drinking sessions. So, you know, have some fun topics then. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow the show at the A2Z show. That's the number two, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, please send in questions, comments, concerns, roasts, insults, recipes, uh, manifestos, anything cool like that. If what you have to send in is too long for a tweet, which can happen. You know, there's only a set number of characters. You can also email the show, A2Z show, again, the number two, mm-hmm. dot ask at gmail.com. Love you guys. Try to stay cool out there. It's about to get really fucking like Satan scrotum hot mm-hmm. here pretty soon. So stay hydrated, drink lots of beer, drive fast, take risk. That's good advice. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you later. Peace. Bye. <laughs>